0: MMR's presidency Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors.
1: This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We're rolling.
0: Coming this Tuesday. Uh, actually, just read option one.
2: New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday.
4: All right, today is Friday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Good morning, Kathy.
5: Good morning. In the news this morning, panic is growing among travelers. Many are saying their upcoming trips are in jeopardy because they can't get their passports. If you need a new passport, you are urged to apply as soon as possible because this is a nightmare situation, they're saying. Uh, passport services say to expect things to get even worse before they get better. So, Preston, we had talked about the online renewal, right? Yes. Remember, did you do that?
4: I did, and I did it in December, and I still- still have not received mine yet, okay. and I got an update from them just the other day that I should be receiving it by the end of next week. So I did okay. mine a couple but weeks ago. that was months ago. And yeah. I
0: did mine. I went down to the post office yep. and, and did the deal and had the picture and all that stuff, and uh, they said, I'm never getting it.
5: No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you get it yet?
0: No, this was just a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So, but I, I also paid for the accelerated. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. So in, they're
5: saying even that yeah. is backed up. And Preston, they're saying what you did. So the online renewal program. Yeah. Uh, has been put on pause, and they're they're saying that the Department of State is calling the customers who renewed online volunteers who helped out test the system. So they've taken that down. You can't even do that anymore.
4: No kidding. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm lucky. I'm not traveling anytime soon. I don't need it. It was just time to renew it. So I'm, 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 I'm not a secret an agent. And you're, you're a secret and agent. That's the problem. I need to get to other countries. Uh, but but if yeah. but there are some people who uh, you know plan this travel and then oh, I'll get to the passport thing and then right. they don't and then uh oh then yeah. you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm in the July
0: range, so okay. when I'm going to okay. need okay. it.
4: So. Uh, so it's or that, I can just forge one. I assume
0: that's you pretty easy. do that, too. as a secret agent. Yeah. You can do that.
5: It says a full on- this is a drawn
0: picture of you, sir. <laughs>
5: it says a full online rollout with improvements is expected later this year. That's for the online program, uh, the one that Preston did. So, meantime, uh, when uh, passports are, are being so backed up, they say that they have over 1,000 phone lines with hundreds of customer service representatives uh, who are taking calls. Uh, What we're seeing now is just a higher number of people applying for passports earlier in the year, said Andre Rodriguez of the U.S. uh, Office of Passport Services. Uh, The department. Uh, set of states website says processing time is 8 to 11 weeks with routine service and then 5 to 7 weeks with expedited service, but a lot of people who applied for or are, are trying to get these passports say uh, that is not correct and it's much longer than that. Uh, but this is not what uh, uh, they're experiencing appointments. Um, oh, oh, so they're saying that the appointments that you can make are in Seattle, Honolulu, San Juan, and San Juan, Puerto Rico. I always, so.
0: that's what I do. I go to San Juan when yeah. I want to renew. Uh, you know, the funny thing was is that I was like right down to the wall. Uh, you have 15 years, I believe. 10, I think. Uh, or at I least it used year. to be. I don't yeah, know. I think it's yeah. 15 now. President. Okay. And so uh, I was just in the wire where I didn't have to completely right. reapply, and I was basically renewing. Oh,
5: Passport Services says it has increased its hiring efforts. Uh, we have employees working many hours of overtime, said Rodriguez. Uh, but a warning, Passport Services does not expect the situation to improve anytime soon. Kathy,
0: is there any change they'll adopt the honor system when you go into another country? <laughs>
5: That's crazy. I'm just thinking of like, um, I mean, I, I know Jace's passport is uh, expired uh, or is it about to expire. And so we were in the process of trying to renew it. And I didn't realize this was going on. No, I didn't. Uh, and, you know, people are, are going away on vacation and probably think that... They have enough time, and yep. they, they might not. Well,
0: what about my DD Perks card? Would you that can to- use
5: that in uh, other country? It depends on what country you go to. D-
0: right, right. <laughs> oh, he's a uh, DD Perks. Right,
5: <laughs> right this way, sir. I handed. Wait, I, when I was at the airport, um, <laughs> I handed the check-in agent my target, my target card.
4: Really? Yes. Oh my God!
5: He was like, Oops, sorry, kind of just looked hey, at Rod, me was like. Uh, Got a uh-huh.
4: mixed-minus back. Yeah, <laughs> you went. You started slurring your words.
1: Well, I thought
5: someone yeah. was uh, talking. You were like, was, yeah, sorry.
4: Hear yourself. Your right? There was you an did. echo in our in our headphones. It's yeah. gone now. Rodney fixed it. So. It's like this beach
6: right. jammer. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Okay, moving on. (laughs) Sorry, I had to put my headphones back on. Uh, So, this, of course, there's more shootings in the city. Two separate shootings uh, in a three-hour period in Philadelphia left one person dead and four others injured, including a 16-year-old and an 18-year-old. The first incident began at uh, 11.15 in the evening Thursday on the 5100 block of Laper Street in Frankfurt. Two men and one woman were shot. Police said one of the men was pronounced dead in an area hospital, uh, but the other two were listed in stable condition. Police said 20 shell casings were found at the scene and four cars had been shot on the block two of the shooting victims may have been inside a car police said officers are now checking surveillance cameras in the area the second shooting happened at uh, 145 a.m. Friday near North 24th Street and Jefferson Street, North Philadelphia. Police say a 16-year-old and an 18-year-old were injured. According to police, the pair may have been trying to steal a car in the area. Officers are looking for surveillance video but said that shots were fired as they were running. The 18-year-old was critically wounded. The 16-year-old was listed in stable condition. Anyone with information on either shooting is asked to call police. Inside a packed Wildwood Convention Center, hundreds of people gathered for a hearing on Thursday about offshore wind projects in their pre-construction stages. The hearing was held by Republican New Jersey Congressman Jeff Van Drew. Uh, This event was the second open meeting this week on the shore that uh, garnered large crowds. Whales washing up dead on the New Jersey beaches is driving more people to question the wind project. Since December, just on the Jersey shore, there have been nine whale strandings. In a three-month period, the annual average is about seven. Despite growing concerns, no connection has been proven between wind turbines and dead whales. The topic has some environmental groups at odds with each other. Uh, The nonprofit Clean Ocean Action is pushing for an independent investigation into the whale deaths. The group cited eight statewide environmental groups that all agree with one another uh, that there are other factors negatively impacting the whales.
1: You said the average is seven and it was only nine. I mean, I mean, that's not a ton more than seven. And when you have an average, that means that's two more. Yeah, but (laughs) on average, you know, you're going to have more one year and less another year. You know yeah, I mean? well, they, so, they should find out well, what's no, going on. No, yeah, because absolutely.
0: there are issues that have happened, Casey, with uh, modifications to submarines and submarine sonar and things like that was affecting the whales and, and just gen- sea life, but, you know, dolphins and things in a negative way. Right. So just find out, yeah. and, you know, Casey, and then we can all eat the dead whales. That's so,
5: okay. Casey, it's nine in a three-month period. The oh. annual average oh, is Oh, annual. Ever.
1: Okay, see, I wasn't paying attention.
5: Yeah.
1: I was too busy looking at that Delco sign right next to you. Okay.
7: In my defense,
4: <laughs> Delco's sign. <laughs> Where do you see a Delco sign? Uh, right there on the table, it's Delcos. underneath uh, Steve's computer. Oh, okay, Who, Delco. and why?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. More on that train wreck in a second. I just saw a Delco sign. <laughs> By the way, when that tram fell into the ravine, and the wait—is that a Delco sign? <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sorry, back to the news.
0: All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's do a split screen. They're rescuing those people out of the ravine. Uh, the, the woman's trying to revive her child. And, and let's cut to the Delco side as well. That's old school. <laughs>
5: Why
0: is that there? Oh, my God. So you understand. Yeah, (laughs) right.
5: Overall.
0: uh, We're not setting precedent (laughs) here. All right, good.
5: (laughs) Overall, 178 humpback whales have died from Maine to Florida since 2016. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration agrees that it's an unusual mortality level that they're seeing this year, but many of the deaths predate offshore wind energy activity. Not
0: to be flippant, but uh, listen, I I think they should have a whale. I'll come to one of these things to talk about it. What are yeah. they experiencing?
1: Yeah.
5: yeah,
0: they're mum for some reason.
5: Listen, it is weird though. Like it every, is. There were stories popping up just at the Jersey Shore, and I was like, we already heard this. I didn't realize it was a, a different whale. Yes, I'd like to speak, please. <laughs>
7: The floor recognizes the whale.
6: Thank you, Nick. William? I am my whale. Wait, is that a telco sign?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Drew says that currently he is organizing a hearing on this topic that will be held in Washington, D.C. Let's do sports this morning. So <laughs> the Sixers who have won six games in a row, are on the road tonight with a game in Charlotte against the Hornets. The Sixers are only one game behind the Boston Celtics for second place in the Eastern Conference and are three games out of first behind the Milwaukee Bucks. Tip-off in Charlotte is at 7 o'clock. The Flyers have lost four straight games and are at home tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. The Puff drops at 7 o'clock, and the Phillies beat the Tigers last night 10-1. They sure did. Minor league prospect and Delaware County native, Jim Halley, hit a home run in the win, and he'll be on our show later this morning. Yes. The Phillies are at home today with the game against the Blue Jays at their St. Patrick's Day game that will begin at 1 o'clock, and we are here in Clearwater.
4: Yeah! And that's what I have
5: for you this morning.
4: All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. As she indicated, yes, we are indeed here in Clearwater, Florida, and we are sitting in uh, Bay Ballpark in uh, Left Field, where we were a few years ago, broadcasting live. Had to take a couple of years off, and now we are back in the same wonderful spot nice and breezy this morning. I remembered to bring a hoodie. I'm glad I did. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's cool, but it's yeah. not crazy cold. Man, one year we were here, it was in the 40s. <laughs> it was freezing. It was insane. So it's, uh, what is it? What is it here right now? It's, it's about like, 61. So with the yeah. wind, it's a little there's a little yeah. chill. It's yeah. not bad at all. In fact, it's going to be glorious for the rest of the day. Yeah. I
0: had
5: nightmares about that one. I felt like we were at camp out.
4: Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was like really bad. We couldn't believe it. Well, that was our, our, our uh, you know, our first year, so it we was. were
1: unaware. <laughs> oh, dude, and the best part was that uh, Nick surprised me with doing batting practice uh, in the uh, tunnel underneath us. <laughs> right. And my hand we're rattling in that bat. Oh God! I didn't have any batting gloves. Yeah. Every single time I hit the ball, this like, is so
6: great. Oh
4: God!
1: But <laughs> like, you know, I'm doing it against a professional pitcher. Yeah. Charlie yeah. Manuel's
4: watching. I have to pretend like oh, this is nothing, bro. Yeah. Well, speaking of Charlie, he's going to be stopping by this morning. Yeah. As is Larry Boa and Reese Hoskins. And who else are we having on? Uh, now? Brandon Marsh. I'm really excited to meet him. Yeah. You. Apparently he's a great dude. And uh, Casey, I'm going to
7: reveal this on air, but you and Brandon Marsh have something in common. I think you're going to bond over. Okay. Uh, John Brazier told me about it. He's hanging Uh, three, huh? No. Uh, And then uh, Tom McCarthy from the broadcast team is going to stop by. And, as Kathy mentioned, Jim Haley, local kid, Bonner graduate, Casey, and uh, hit a home run last night. He's in the Phil's minor league system. Nice. he's, He's a huge MMR fan, huge President Steve fan. So he's going to stop by as well.
4: Excellent. So we're going to talk to those guys, and we'll just uh, share other stories. And, and uh, St.
6: Patrick's and Day. It's St. Patrick's Day, too, yeah. about uh, that?
4: I know, for the first time ever in St. Patrick's Day, we're wearing more red than green. <laughs> yeah. I got green uh, Except Steve. Out. Steve's representing uh, firm a, green. I got my green shirt, too, underneath, and I got my uh, green chain with uh, Fnatic. the fanatic. Yeah. So uh, we, we've got a little bit of red and green. Uh, represented this morning but uh all right you can kill the uh oh yeah, yeah thank Sorry. you thank you it's okay you can kill the Irish music. Uh but we're excited. We had a long, long long day yesterday. Long day of travel. We obviously we did the show, we went straight to the airport, uh made our way out here. Uh we flew into Orlando and then took a uh a few hours drive uh, to get to the uh, uh, Clearwater and Tampa area area yesterday. And uh, everybody had a wonderful, restful night sleep <laughs> last night.
6: Oh, yep. We're going to talk about that later, later on. Yeah. Uh, Listen,
4: so we have so, stories to share.
0: So much has been great. But there are a few interesting aspects to
4: address. As there always yeah, yeah. are. So uh, we'll get into that. But in the meantime, we do have some uh, regular business to take care of. So uh, we will, by the way, give away our Word of the Week prize this week. We have that uh, Pie Zeke round barbecue uh, and fire pit kit from Landis Block that be at the end of the show uh and uh the bruce show was last night too remember yeah. we gave away those tickets i already yeah. saw some social media posts and people went there said they had a great time so we'll have to find out about that uh but let's take a break we'll come back in a second we'll do the entertainment report the stupid question all that stuff as we report live from Clearwater, Florida Yay. on florida we'll be right back
3: looking for fun things to do this weekend Pierre Robert's Weekend Calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword Weekend Calendar at WMMR.com to get the
4: list.
0: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, On the web prestinandsteve.com
4: Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Steven's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round brilliant cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to ihatestevensinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Steven's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's I hate Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866 90 Nation or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. All right, so we're going to ask a stupid question this morning, and we are going to give away, as a prize, a pair of tickets as MMR presents Rival Sons and the record company, along with special guest Starcrawler. Uh, this show is going to be Saturday, June 3rd, Franklin Music Hall. The question, I figured we do a Phillies question. Yes. And Nick gave me a pretty solid, uh, it's fairly basic, not crazy difficult, but it's uh, the origins of the Phillies organization, In which year did the Phillies organization Debut two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. In which year did the Phillies organization debut? Two one five two six three WMMR. We'll take a shot at uh, getting a phone call on here in a little bit. But i will mention some birds. Excuse me while we are waiting your answer. Today being St. Patrick's Day, yes, seventeenth of March, birthdays being celebrated. We'll start with a very Irish name to begin with, Patrick Duffy, Patrick Duffy of Dallas, one of our favorite interviews. He was so great; he's great, Uh, and just you know, very self-deprecating. Do you remember a show that he did that predated Dallas called Man from Atlantis? I it's it's actually on his list of credits here, and I remember the name, but I don't remember the show to save my life. A guy who had gills, all right, and uh, it was based on a true story. No, he. And, uh, but uh, it was a, it was a, a fun little show. All right, so uh, he turned seventy four years old today, and still has a parking space <laughs> yeah. at the South Park uh, offices. They save they have an uh, they have a, a parking space that says for Patrick Duffy there. I wonder if he's ever had the opportunity to avail himself of that. I hope so. Yeah, uh, it's also Kurt Russell's birthday today. One of my
0: absolute favorites of all yeah. time. Yeah, uh, that he would be a. Wonderful! I know he'd be a great interview.
4: He goes back to like um, the when he was a kid doing Disney movies, the
0: computer wore tennis shoes. Yeah, uh, he was doing tons of those. Yeah, made the transition. He starred in a, uh, a, a, a television movie, and where he played Elvis. John Carpenter directed it, and then he did. And then he was off and running. But I mean, if you want to talk about genre stuff,
4: Escape from New York, The Thing. Yeah, I mean, uh Stargate. Star. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. and Steve, you and I will always tout oh. the brilliance. Of the movie Used Cars. It is so damn funny.
0: It's so damn funny and so damn wrong. And oh. it's, it's an early movie
4: from Robert Zemeckis. Yep, yeah. it's hilarious. If you've never seen it, it's worth checking out. He's 72 years old today. Uh, the great Jason G身- East, who we've had on a number of times throughout the years. Uh, nice uh, great. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, of course, has the Lieutenant Dan Band. We had him on just recently.
0: yeah, And he was uh, phenomenal. Here's a guy who is really... He could have kept working. I mean, he does work occasionally, but he's really thrown himself into his his organization, his charity efforts. He's he's a really giving, honest, just a, an all around worldly
4: known good guy. Yes, he is a worldly known good guy, and uh, veterans are his uh, big cause, and uh, first responders, and all of that. So he's awesome, and he celebrates his uh, 68th birthday today. Ah! Uh, we also have uh, Rob Lowe celebrating oh, his birthday. Yep. Winging one. Uh, and Tommy Boy, of course. He does appear in that. Let us <laughs> not forget. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm that,
0: sure that's at the top of his resume. But uh, he, that's where we kind of learned how funny he could be. Yeah. There's a scene where he's sitting in the office yeah. and he's by that sort of. <laughs> Male suction device. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it rips his shirt off. Yeah. Wait, by male suction device, yeah. you mean M-A-I-L? Right, right. Yeah, not, right, not, right. A, not an auto suck. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't a
1: fleshlight. <laughs> There's a show on Netflix now that he is the host of. Is it any good? I enjoyed it, yeah. It's like attack of like the movie cliches or something Oh, like I did that. see it. Yeah. I did
4: see a bit of it. It's actually very good. Yeah. Uh, it's just a one-off,
1: right? It's just a one-off, yeah. yeah. yeah it's not like a series or anything mm-hmm. like
6: that.
4: Uh, but Rob Lowe turns 59 years old today. Uh, Patty Boyd. The ex-wife of both George Harrison and Eric Clapton, and this very song, "Layla," was written essentially to kind of uh, uh, to to draw her attention. What was What was wild is that they. I mean, even though they were they weren't fighting over a woman, but they were their friendship yes. remained it, it endured. Yeah, yeah, they were they were the, they were closest of friends uh, their entire lives until uh, George passed away. But yeah, Patty Boyd uh, turns seventy nine years old today. Uh, it's also Billy Corgan's birthday today, uh, and also uh, interestingly enough, he shared a birthday with a uh, former. Uh, fellow band member. Uh, Patrick Duffy. No, not, not Patrick Duffy. <laughs> Patrick Duffy was not in Smashing Pumpkins. But Melissa Off-Dumar was. Ah. And she played bass in the band. And also she was a bassist in Hole. Yep. Uh, and Billy turns 56 today. And did you have a crush on her? I, I did. Yeah, I always yeah. thought she was she was uh, very alt- attractive. You know what I mean? Yeah. She had that, uh, that cool look about Porcelain her. Porcelain skin. I had a chance to meet her one time. She was really nice. Uh, yeah. He turns. <laughs> Stop it. She turns 51 <laughs> this year's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be my regular Saturday night thing. Uh, another yeah. musician, uh, John Sebastian. Yeah. Former lead singer of The Love and Spoonful. So, uh, you know, hot down. So, I'm going to say, are you playing this yeah, case? Wait, I can't I, really I can't hear it. I can hear it. Crap. Uh, hang on a second. Me, I can still
6: hear it. Dirty, dirty.
4: But also, he's the guy uh, singing the lead vocals on uh, the "Welcome Back, Cotter" uh, theme, which song. he wrote. Yeah, he wrote oh. that. Yeah, so he turns uh, 70. Do you have that too? I, uh, you know what, I do. That's well, okay. Are you sure? Well, if you want to, you know, I mean, I can do it, man. Oh, you can handle it. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, so here we go, and there it is. So he turns uh, 79 years old today. Uh, we also have Mia Hamm, U.S. women's soccer star. Yeah, she's the uh, first
0: to do pressed ham.
4: Uh, no.
6: <laughs> Is that where the team came That Yeah, gymnastics yeah. Came from? yeah.
1: I press didn't
4: H- know that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she uh, did it, and then she pointed at it and she goes, yeah. Mia Hamm.
6: <laughs> hey, Hey.
4: Uh, She was the first really big female oh, yeah. soccer star breakout in yeah, the United yeah. States. She's an attractive woman
7: who yeah. was yeah. a really great player. David Letterman had a slogan for that team. I forget which year it was when the, when the women won that World Cup, and it was uh, uh, come for the brandy, stay for the ham, because Brandy Chastain was also on that team. Yeah.
4: Oh, that's right. <laughs>
7: I didn't. Was that for me or for you? <laughs> no, <it> was,
1: <laughs> that was Steve that did that. I've been waiting <laughs> to try my rib <laughs> shot. You right. gave me a vague, a vague
7: opening I and I went it? for. It. Can I do it again then? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, everybody, uh, this is the U.S. Uh, women's soccer team. Uh, come for the brandy, stay for the ham. Thank you so much. I'll be here all week. Go Bills.
4: <laughs> try the ham. Uh, she is uh, 51 today. Uh, it is also Rob... Kardashian. Oh, my God. Today. I know. You love him, don't you? Well, he's a luminary. Uh-huh. I think
0: you can say that. In, in the world of socks, mm-hmm. he is uh, uh, just huge. He's but a magnate. He,
5: but he was like uh, in in the entertainment news for a little while. We haven't yeah. really heard well, so much about Well, the Black him. China.
0: They, they, had, right, the, they right. had the reality show. They went through this whole litigation. So, you know what? She, by the way, on that Black China thing? Do you, you know, yeah, Preston,
4: right? Yeah, she's going to get her implants removed or something but, like that. But she had only fan site that generated... Oh, okay. She
0: got the implants for the... Uh the yeah,
4: yeah. So she is. Uh, she just announced the other day that she's going to get all implants removed. I believe it was all implants oh, yeah. removed, and she's urging others to do that because it's dangerous. And, it's oh, crazy. Yeah, one. yeah. Welcome to the Jenner Sphere, by the way.
6: Welcome, didn't, yeah.
0: Um, didn't I know you're in the Jenner Sphere, baby. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Who was it that was it, Dorothy uh, Yeah. That got them removed yep. because she well, had some like health issues. She
1: was getting sick from them, and she got them because of her boyfriend. Kathy, he let, let me teenagers.
0: show you the retro rockets. Come right in here. <laughs> was it very impressive. Yeah. 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 Dorothy had her removed. she had medical issues. Yeah. And then uh, Toto had his remote.
4: Oh. That too? Wow. Uh, them. Rob Kardashian is uh, 36 and then the last birthday I saw <laughs> is actor John Boyega. Uh, he's very good. Yeah, The Force Awakens and uh, The Last Jedi. He turns... I see him up here sometimes I'll, in the Channisphere. I'll
0: pressure. bet. He comes by in his X-Wing. He's in a good movie called Attack the Block. It's one of the first movies I saw him in. It's a science fiction movie. Okay. And they're kind of like um, London you know, street... Gangs, but they help repel an alien invasion. Steve, right. did you see the Woman King
7: that came out last year? He's in that I too. I did not. I, heard I know was, he's really good. I heard it was fantastic, and it was uh, a lot of people
0: said it should have gotten nominated for best picture. But I, I haven't, um, I, I haven't seen it yet either. The problem was that there was a whole bunch of controversy about the uh, the tribe that they were focusing in on. Really? Yeah, because that that woman, that tribe, apparently secured slaves to be sold, and so they bent the history a bit. But I heard that as well about his performance, that he was a standout. Yeah, I still want to see it.
4: Yeah, he turns uh, 31 years old today. All right, we're going to see if we can get an answer to today's stupid question, Phillies-related question, since we're here in Clearwater for spring training. In which year did the Phillies organization debut? 215-263-WMMR is the number. We are going to try and take a phone call. Always an interesting situation. Let's see if it works. Uh, I'm looking for our first caller in, and that was... uh, We are going to go to Scott and see if this works. Scott, good morning. Can you hear me, sir? Good morning. I hate to bother
8: bother you guys in Florida.
4: (laughs) Hey! He sounds great, man. That's a thing of beauty. All right, Scott, give us the right answer. You get the prize. In what year did the Phillies organization debut? that would be 1883 and that would wow. be correct yeah. Yeah. hang on scott 1883 we'll get your information and we are going to give you a pair of tickets as mmr presents rival sons the dark fighter tour with the record company and special guest star crawler and that is Saturday, June 3rd at Franklin Music Hall. Tickets are on sale now at AXS.com. All right, so I do have some entertainment stories this morning. It's quite windy today, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing this digitally. Digital. Which means I didn't get a chance to edit out some of the garbage here through some of these uh, stories that I usually get. But, you know, we'll make do. We're going to start with this. Following the uh, this year's uh, Grammys. A video of Ben Affleck and uh, Jennifer Lopez appeared uh, to fight, appearing to fight, went viral.
0: Yeah, it, it looked like a fight to uh, to us.
4: As did memes of uh, him looking miserable at the event. But in an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, which was published yesterday, uh, Ben shared what they said to one another. He said, I saw Trevor Noah approach, and I was like, oh, God, they were, uh, they're, they're framing us in this shot. But I didn't know that they were rolling, and I leaned into her, and I was like, as soon as they start rolling, I'm going to slide away from you and leave you sitting next to Trevor. And he said, uh, she goes to me, you better effing not leave. <laughs> That's a husband-wife thing. I mean, uh, some of it is, and I'm like, all right, uh, who is this act? Like, I don't keep up. My wife does, obviously, and yeah, uh, it is your wife's work event. So he was saying he didn't know Everybody and everything that was going on because it's a Grammys. He's, right, or, right. he's, he's more he's an Oscars guy. Yeah. yeah, so he didn't know who all the artists were and stuff. So he was a little confused by that. And he also admitted that uh, he's been bored at award shows before. He said, "I've gone and been bored. I've gone to award shows and been drunk and <laughs> a, a bunch actually, uh, but nobody ever once said I'm drunk." Uh he said uh, uh obviously he was a, re- a recovering alcoholic and he commented on how some people thought he might be drinking again. He said I thought that's interesting and that raises a whole other thing about whether or not it's wise to acknowledge addiction because there's a lot of compassion but there is still a tremendous stigma which is often quite inhibiting.
0: I think uh, I think acknowledging it you probably help more people. He a- said if you uh, through it, right? I
4: do think it de- uh de incentivizes What's- De-incentivizes. incentivizes yeah. people from making their lives better. Okay. Uh, so that's what Ben had to say about that. <laughs> uh, so they're doing fine. All right. So on Wednesday's episode of the Drama Queens podcast. Yes. Uh, Hillary Burton Morgan said her One Tree Hill co-star, Chad Michael Murray, once stepped in to defend her. So the during one- an alleged assault, by the way. Oh, by the well, show's, that's good. By the, by the show's uh, creator, Mark Schwan. Oh, uh, the cast was on location Stop in... looking at me, Schwann. <laughs> Dude, okay. I was thinking that. Almost... Uh, yes. uh... That's what he said. Yeah. That's he stepped in. <laughs> uh, so this was in Honeygrove, Texas, where they were filming season four in 2007. That's That, that show, it just keeps coming back one tree hill,
0: mm-hmm. and it. I, I don't get it.
9: Stop looking at me, Schwann. There we go.
0: That's the fight.
4: Yeah, it's really low. Do that, do that again. Play that again. All right.
9: Stop looking at me, Swan.
4: Okay, so we can barely hear that. Jason, can you hear that back in the studio? Okay, I need to know that before we continue. On. It's stop a little light. At okay. Me, okay, Swan. How's that? Is that better? What All about right. this? Oh, stop me. it! Okay, that's perfect.
6: Stop. Yeah. Stop. No. <laughs> <laughs>
4: off, huh? There okay. we go. We're
0: working. The
6: other one works, <laughs> too. Hey, yeah, hello. Yeah, hello. Alright. Sorry, we have to move
4: on. So, uh, she said, Morgan, uh, uh, Burton Morgan said, Chad walked up and goes, what are you doing? What but are you stop doing? Stop looking at me, Swan. Stop looking at me, Swan. Stop
9: looking at me, Swan.
4: <laughs> uh, he watched our boss grab me in front of a lot of people and, you know, Chad didn't have anything to lose because he knew our boss hated him anyway. Well, anyone who
0: knows Chad knows that's the way he rolls.
4: Uh, speaking about Murray, Bush said, I don't even know who these people are. You do know, you Know chad michael murray is pressing you watch the um
0: agent carter yes he was her direct boss he was whose direct boss agent carter's in that in the series yeah, i'd
4: have to go back and see that again they actually called him chad michael murray anyway uh speaking about murray bush said he was protected as the number one on the call sheet he had the most power so he could come up to an, and shove our bo- boss off you and get in a fight and what a fight. i'm glad that he did i don't want anybody to follow that lead uh, so in 2017, uh, Burton and Bush were one, uh, were two of the 18 women accused, the, who accused Schwann of sexual harassment mm-hmm. while working on the show. looking
9: himself. at me, Schwann. Okay.
4: Uh, Hugh Grant, uh, he's at it again after admitting uh, to having tantrums on the set of the new Dungeons & Dragons movie. Right. And then facing criticism for his rude interview with Ashley Graham at the Oscars. The Love Actually star called Drew Barrymore's singing horrendous in a recent interview. He spoke about uh, music and lyrics, a 2007 movie that he starred in with Barrymore. And uh, this is an interview. He said, I'm auto-tuned a bit. Uh, but not as much as some, he said about singing in the movie. Drew Barrymore was in that film with me, and I don't think she'd mind me saying that her singing is just horrendous. <laughs> huh. He said I've heard dogs bark better <laughs> than she sings.
5: What well, was she like, actually trying to sing, or was it joking? Good
4: question. I don't Um, even remember that movie.
5: Just for the record, I have never liked him. I know you've never
4: liked you never have gotten
1: the new Grant right. No,
5: and and like now started
1: to come around when he was with the hooker, (laughs) right? You were like, "Mm, a regular guy.
0: (laughs) Hey, we all get with hookers now now and then. Fine, Brand.
4: Okay. Uh, So Barrymore shared a video to Instagram on Thursday in response to this comment, uh, singing "Way Back Into Love," a duet that they performed together for the movie "Into a Hairbrush." And she said, uh, oh, Hubert, oh, Hubert, that's for you. So.
0: He's always been known to be a little bit of a, he's snarky, and he's, yeah. uh, and that's part of his deal. Mm-hmm. Back, uh, you know, back, he was with uh, Elizabeth Hurley for the longest Long time. time. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so. So, Kathy, you hate his teeth, right?
5: I, I just, I, yeah, I just didn't like him. The whole hooker situation, I think, set me off. And then his teeth really bother me. Mm. Uh, he was and- with,
0: by the way, he was with Elizabeth Hurley at the <laughs> time. He ends up with a hooker, Kathy.
5: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, come on. Dude, and then like all this stuff now, and even even some of his movies. I'm like, come on, this guy sucks. He's my new Sandra Bullock. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. I like Sandra now, though. Oh
4: yes, you do. Yeah. You came around on her. Yeah. Uh, so after Kate Bosworth appeared on the red carpet wearing a diamond ring on uh, her left hand during Vanity Fair's Oscar after party, many speculated that she and Justin Long, wow, uh, were engaged. And diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. According to Entertainment Tonight, the rumors are true. What? That's according to ET, okay? So oh, wow. I, yeah. Uh source told Uh source told the outlet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Loud enough now, I think. Yeah, now. yeah, we're, are we good? Uh, I think they are really good. Uh they're both thrilled and uh their loved ones are incredibly happy for them. They make an amazing couple and they're so excited. So that's are, a, are you gonna
2: get married? That's E. T. Uh, co- uh, that's great. Yeah. That's, I liked him in Galaxy Quest.
4: Yeah, he was good in that. Uh, yeah. and they make a nice couple. What do you think about Hugh Grant? Um he's, he's, uh, F him. <laughs> <laughs> Just come
1: on, we should make that music louder. <laughs> We're working on it here, ET. Hey, God, get off our back, bro. We now. are so far ahead of you guys technologically, it's disgusting. You think I enjoy this? <laughs> Don't. I'm just glad this, this is the. This is a low rent operation. <laughs> well, this... I can do all this with my mind. Go ahead, Nick, go.
7: This is just rehearsal. When we go live with the show, people are going to love it.
4: Oh, I didn't know that. All right, let's see. Ariana Maddox is breaking her silence after it was revealed that her boyfriend of nearly a decade, Tom Sandoval, and their Vanderpump Rules co-star, Raquel Levis, are having an affair. These are the royal family of our planet. (laughs) (laughs) Vanderpump really does rule. Like, rule. Like, rule with... Okay. Vanderpump is our... Uh, Maddox took to Instagram on Thursday and thanked friends, family, and people I've never even met for their outpouring of love and support since the news broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, this is a she, right? Yeah, Raquel. Yeah. Uh, when, <laughs> when I felt like I couldn't even stand... You all have given me the strength to continue and see me through my darkest hours. Oh, shut up, Demi. Uh, to say <laughs> I've been devastated and broken is an understatement she wrote. Do if you want to talk,
0: I don't know, I'm not their target audience. I don't know. I they have a rat target audience. I could care less. You. Their 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 self-importance is so mm. So ridiculous, especially when you don't give a rat's ass. Yeah. And so all this stuff is just crazy. Yeah,
4: the I've, Vanderpump thing, come on. But I guess they're speaking to the their fan base. That group, yeah. So Maddox said, I am so effing lucky. She's so effing lucky. To have the best support system in the world, and I hope that I can repay every single person for the love you have shown me. Shut the f*** up! What doesn't kill me. Oh, she's going to quote Nietzsche? No, no. What doesn't kill me better run she said. Oh, oh that's okay. her riff on it. Yeah, that's I, I've never heard that take on that before. No. Maybe she was saying she had the runs. Maybe so. <laughs> According to Entertainment Tonight, Jeremy Renner shared a picture of a sweet note written by his nephew to his Instagram stories on Wednesday saying I'm very lucky because my uncle is Hawkeye. Ah. And uh, the handwritten note reads I'm also very lucky that my uncle is alive from this accident. Uh, and he captioned the uh, the snapshot saying, love my little man, bless you, Augie. That's very sad. That is really good.
0: Uh, th- to, see nice him, to, to see him as healthy as he is is amazing. I mean, when you think about what happened to him.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then uh, Zendaya and Tom Holland could not be cuter.
0: They, they just couldn't be.
4: Uh, page this six... us
0: in, <laughs>
4: Zendaya and
0: Tom Holland could not be any cuter. Uh, we go down to that tram crash at the bottom of the ravine. <laughs> They have identified it. It is a Delco sign.
4: Uh, page Six <laughs> reports uh, that the couple were uh, photographed holding hands. Uh-huh. As well as their respective coffees <clears throat> at a supermarket. We go
0: now to Jim Iglesiaski. Jim, are they smooching yet?
4: in uh, london
0: recently i don't know if jim's commented on i that. wonder uh, well listen i don't know we might as well uh, pause it. do you think that they, they will get married i yeah. hope so man yeah, I, I, I hope yeah the, they're
1: that one couple i think that i'm like that's the one that i want yeah. to go and, they, and you know.
4: they've been together for a while now yeah yes. so, uh, they've yeah so i resisted the temptations of hollywood yep i see it happening um so a romantic relationship was uh, confirmed in july of 2021 and
1: did you ever see their lip sync battle Yes. Um, it is it is because she comes out first, and she does this lip sync number. Right. I mean, and it's not just them standing, you know, in a microphone and just moving them. Like, it's a full-on they dance number. They got into number. it. Yep. So he, she does this, and then he comes out. Did you see it, Nick? Oh, I missed oh, it. Oh, my he's, God. It's so good. Cross-dressing. Well, he has, yeah. in and he's a great dancer, too. So, All right. Uh, I think we should segue over to the clip yeah? now because okay. we, have, we have a special
0: here. guest. Right. Oh. Um, <laughs> I
1: don't have a drum roll machine. Oh, well, wait, <laughs> wait. wait, And, and I don't see. have the
7: clips either.
6: Oh my God. Can we skip these today? Yeah,
1: why why don't we? By the
7: way, a programming note uh, Larry Bo is not feeling so hot, so uh, our next guest will be our only guest at the
4: end of this. In this particular segment. Correct. Oh, okay. That's all right. Oh, wait, no, I do have the clip. Hey! Okay, this just (laughs) in. Oh, my God. All right, settle down. All right, everybody settle down. All right, we'll start with this one. Uh, the magician's elephant follows the story of a young boy and his journey of mystery and wonder. And Get that goddamn elephant out of here. Here, actor Noah jupe talks right. about his favorite scene. All right, Jason, hit it, please.
10: My favorite scene or kind of scenes to shoot was um, all of the, like, action scenes when Peter's, like, running away. Um, from the the guard, or when he's when he's jumping off the
6: uh, the like chapel, and he's about to fly. Shut the f- up! The <laughs> magician, <laughs>
4: <laughs> the magician's, <laughs> magician's elephant is out in theaters today. Here's the next. Uh, what? <laughs> we <laughs> we are. Let's just heavy. Hit every yeah.
0: sound effect we have.
1: Well, it was a, an elephant, and then a magician sound. Effect. <laughs>
4: next clip. Willem Dafoe uh, takes on a new role as an art thief in the Netflix film Inside, and in this clip he talks about uh, his role in the new film. Here we go.
9: I really liked it, and I knew certain things like we were going to shoot in chronological order and also, uh, like, you know, when you have an expansive role, you can really participate in making the movie on the day. Sometimes when you have a, a, a shorter role or a little character role, you have to Serve a function, but this you really can sit in it and you can go deep. all right we
6: have to move
4: on. Uh, inside is available on Netflix today, by the way, and that is the last clip that we have for you this morning. All right, uh, we have our first guest in yeah! Clearwater. Oh, nice. spring training back broadcasting live, and I think it's safe to say we can call him a buddy of ours uh, now. I would like to think I, so. I like using that word, buddy, yeah. ladies and gentlemen
11: mr charlie manuel yeah. is
4: sitting right here with us
11: this morning hey charlie Hey, what's up man nice to see you <laughs> nice to see you guys
4: yeah we're back together again and we're back here you know we haven't been here for a couple of years for spring training and uh it's awesome to uh to return you know covid gave us a little break for a little while there uh but um but we're happy to how long have you been down here by the way
11: Charlie? i've been down here ever since the spring training started yep nice yeah.
5: you stay the whole time
11: yes I mean, this is yeah. where you live, right? This I, is like I live in Winter Haven. I live about an hour and a half drive. If there's no traffic, if there's a lot of traffic, it's hard to tell what time I can get home. All
0: right. Yeah, a lot of people think <laughs> because of the size of the state yeah. and so on and so forth, that, uh, they don't have backup traffic and bumper to bumper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, do. they do. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah, we came in. Uh, so we flew into Orlando last night and uh, had to drive here, and we hit quite a bit of traffic. Right. Right. We hit
11: like two
5: rush that. hours in Orlando and then
4: and in here.
11: Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yep. exactly.
5: Hey, is the uh,
4: is the Hawaiian shirt regular attire for you, Charlie?
11: Mostly, yeah. Yeah, Tommy Bahama. Yeah, I wear a lot of Tommy Bahama shirts. Yeah. No endorsement? Yeah. Uh, they never came to you? No, no, no endorsement. Duh, I was, that's a crime. I, uh, I was trying hard. But they, do they you? Said, uh, we'll see what we can do. It wasn't good enough,
7: Charlie. Do you buy those shirts? Does Missy buy those shirts for you? Is, is it you that's uh, shopping, or, or does Missy pick pick out your shirts?
11: Sometimes she buys my, uh, my shirts. Missy, like Missy is just the nicest. She's awesome. Missy, Missy and I, all, all, we definitely argue over colors.
6: Yeah, <laughs> do you? Let me ask you: yeah. does,
11: does Missy come to you and ask for an, advice on an outfit she's wearing? Never. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, what's, but,
5: the but, co- what's the color argument? Huh? What's the color? You just like certain colors? Yeah,
11: I mean, you know, like I, actually, I, I like plain colors more, probably more. Oh, okay. You know, I like. It's, you know,
1: yeah, it's funny. You know,
11: like Tiny my wife colors.
1: has definitely has different um, fashion. Choices for me, and I'm like I don't, you know, I don't yeah. necessarily like that. I like, you know, I, I wear sweatpants and t-shirts, and it's kind of how I roll. Yeah. But, uh, and I like earth tones. But uh, I feel like you should be able to, yeah, you should. Li- <laughs> Thank
11: you, yeah.
1: I feel like you should pick out the colors that you like on yourself.
11: Yeah, I think so too. But, but I'll, I'll let you tell Missy that. I, <laughs> well, I gotta know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: he's he's no dummy. <laughs> well, listen, I can I can smell your cologne. I think you smell wonderful. Uh, did oh, you good. pick out that
0: scent, or did she pick out
1: that? No, scent?
11: I I picked that. It is. All right. What
0: is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Charlie, a uh, Charlie I, I wear my wife picked out pleasures f- uh, for men, and I have so many women tell me that they like it
11: on me, and I'm like, my wife picked it, so well, you know, it's, it's yeah. she picked it, it's her deal. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I, I trust her on a lot of things, and she picks all my stuff. Most
11: of the time, I wear Chanel.
0: <laughs> yeah. Chanel. Yeah, Chanel. Yeah,
11: nice. But it, uh, you know, I, I forget. Actually, I forget. Uh you know, like I, I was in a department store about two months ago and just put it on my hand and I <laughs> and I smelled it and I thought, Yeah, I still I'm gonna take this. Yep, yep, it's I uh, would it's, love to see you
0: <laughs> at the cologne counter <laughs> <See everyone. laughs>
4: Charlie, I wanted to ask you about uh, spring training and, uh, and and what it was like when you were an active player, when you were in your earlier days, and you were playing. What uh, what uh, what was that like for you guys versus the way it is now for uh, people that play uh, in Major League Baseball?
11: Yeah, when I, my first uh, Major League camp was in '68, but you know, like I started playing in uh, 1963, and uh, spring training uh, back then was a uh, it was mostly to get in shape. Okay. And the players actually today are w- in way better shape. And uh, guys would come to spring training, you know, like overweight, fat. Yeah. Wow. And they'd wear sweatsuits and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember when those rubber sweatsuits were? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wore yeah. one of those for about 10 years. Oh my God. <laughs> to lose weight? <laughs> then, uh, Charlie. No, I- I- no, actually, I just wore it, you know, like. The sweat, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And one day in I was in spring training. Uh, matter of fact, my first big league sp- spring training, and I dehydrated it, and I had to go to the hospital. Oh my yes. god, yeah, they, they can be dangerous, especially heat yeah. down here. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. yeah. I uh, yeah. I play little league football, weight league football, and I had a guy right. on the team who he had trouble making weight every right. single week. He didn't. And back then they didn't have those suits, but he would wear trash bags. Right. So you'd see him on game day running around the field yeah. with like trash yeah. bags on, just trying yeah. to like sweat. silver linings yeah. playbook. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's, same sort of deal. Yep. So, and that's interesting you say that because I, I think that there's more of a commitment to staying year-round fit, um, and, and the notion that they would show up here, show up to spring training, not in shape, is puts you behind the eight ball, right?
11: I, without a doubt, yeah, you, yeah. you're behind. But back in those days too, you're like uh, we did more, uh, we did more physical uh, uh, exercise and also running. You know, uh, we didn't have weight training back then. So right. I think do now.
0: Players are, are are players usually kind of left to their own devices with the way they train, or is there a regimen they must follow now as opposed to back then?
11: Yeah, the, well, if you go in our tra- training room down here, especially in the weight room, we have uh, uh everybody has their own routine. Yeah, and also our our uh, our workouts are scheduled and okay, and you set up for conditioning. But uh, nowadays. Uh, the conditioning uh, to me is definitely lighter than what it was when I was managing. Less weight-based? And, um, no, as far as the conditioning part goes. Okay. You know, like we had, uh, we 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 gave our players more at bats in spring training. Okay, and that's conditioning. We gave uh, uh, our pitchers uh, through more pitches and was stretched out. Our starting rotation was stretched out to like three times. They'd throw at least 100 pitches in spring training. Be ready to throw like anywhere from uh, 85 to 100 when the uh, season started. Wow, and things like that. And uh, you know, uh, it's,
0: what, what's a big fear in you, and and something that with, that I always. Obviously, it's wonderful. This is a wonderful event. And I was like, "This, oh, maybe I'll make it down sometime. Now, having come down and see it and see the, the the wonderful aspects of everything that goes on here, it's great. But I also – there's always a, a part of me that, as you start to hear the results come in from the games – the, the looming threat of an injury that could take someone out, before, someone out before the season starts. And, I mean, you know. It happened the other day. It with did. Diaz for the Mets.
7: Yeah, I don't, I'm don't sure right. you saw it. Charlie, saw M- it. yeah, the World Baseball Classic, and I, he's done for the season.
11: Right. Yeah. Right, I saw that. Uh, uh, actually, uh, when I first signed to play baseball and things like that, they didn't look at injuries like that. Uh, really? Really yeah my manager or coach used to tell me uh, my manager he'd tell me he said you can get hurt walking across the street or you can, you know like if you had a toothache or something like that, there's no way that you was gonna get out of the game <laughs> and you better not get out because you lose your job and uh, <laughs> sounds th-
0: like your dad pressing yeah <laughs> th- th- th-
11: <laughs> and, and if you had an oblique it would they would uh, tape you up real tight oh wow and uh and uh, you would play and and it, it would be it would be painful right but at right. the same time things have changed now and uh, you know you know, like uh, uh, back then, if when they signed you to play, you know, like they expect you to play every day, right? You know, like if you was an everyday player, they expected you to huh. to play. That's that's why you made the big money and everything. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
11: Charlie, I could listen to you talk about and then talk to you about baseball all day, but we
7: only have so much time with you this morning, and I want to hear your Tony Bennett story because I I, I know that you were a fan, and I, I want I want Steve Morrison to hear this story. So can, can you tell the yeah. folks what happened
11: with you and Tony Bennett? Yeah, we were in, we were playing in Toronto, and we come back to the hotel after the game, and uh, Tony Bennett and his wife, uh, you know, like she was a young girl, and I looked w- looked at her when I was on the elevator and things like that, and I kind of looked at him, and I thought, that's Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. Right, so uh, at this point, is he your number one? Is that the, the guy that you
0: were uh, huh? starstruck
11: by, Tony uh, Bennett? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was kind of surprised Yeah, there with us. <laughs> And I said, hey, Tony Bennett, sing us a song. And the guy looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> we had about 10 guys with me. And he looked at me about like I was crazy. Yeah. Like uh, Tony Bennett's and, small. Yeah. I would have sung the song uh, if you yeah. told me to sing <laughs> it. And his expression on his face was kind of like, won't you shut up? <laughs> hey, I got an idea. Why did not you shut up? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
0: Oh, see, who, who left you the most? starstruck when you met, with, besides Tony Bennett, when you, because you seem like a guy who's very self-possessed and, and even keel. Did someone just put you back on your heels when you met them?
11: I'm, I, you, you know, actually, I've, I've met a, 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 a quite a few people like that. Yeah. You know, like where I was really, you know, like I was really, I, I would say Julie Andrews. Julie
0: Andrews! Oh, no. okay. I think I would as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah, sound of music.
11: Uh, I was in Japan, you know, like, and I was... uh I went down in uh, to eat breakfast. This was in Osaka, Japan, and a guy was sitting over uh, right across the my table from on the next, uh, sitting at the next table. Right. And it was her husband, Blake Ed- Edwards. the director. Wow. And, and I when I looked at him, you know, he was kind of a nice looking guy. Had dark hair, and he, right. You know, like, and I thought to myself, Hey, I wonder what he's doing here. <laughs> and he and he and I was. Picked up a Japanese paper and I was looking at the box scores, and he asked me, he said, "Would you uh, you want to join me?" And I go, oh, "Of course." I didn't know who it was. Yeah. And then I went over and sat down and started talking to him. And about five, ten minutes later, here come this lady, you know, to sit down. With and she walked up to him and uh, and uh, he got up and pulled a, a chair out for her. And I looked at her and I kept looking at her and I thought. That's Julianne. <laughs> hey, Tony. Yes. Actually, I didn't know what to say. Did you say, "Hey,
6: did anybody ever tell you you
1: look like
11: Julie Andrews"? I mean, Julie Andrews sound of music and right. Mary Poppins yeah. and yeah. classics. Yeah. You know, you know what? I really, uh, I sat there and talked to them for quite a while. Were they nice and, people? Very yeah. nice, and their, do- their daughter was with them, and she, uh, she was about twelve or thirteen years old at that time, and uh, uh, and I would just sat there when I was talking to her. And she was a very. She come off as a very warm person. Yeah, yeah. With a very that like, the, stylish looking woman. What things.
0: year was that about?
11: That was in like nineteen seventy-eight.
0: She probably did that movie <laughs> Sob about that time, press. You remember where this famous where she she's topless, topless right? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I think that was a Blake Edwards yeah. movie. Yeah, if yeah. you ever want to see her topless, by no, the way, she, uh, <laughs> she wasn't topless that day. <laughs> <laughs>
11: <laughs> oh, that would yeah, it'd
0: be, it'd be, an... <laughs> it'd be an interesting breakfast.
4: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that would have yeah. been the best. Uh, uh, that,
0: t- that would top the Tony Bennett story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Julie Andrews walking up and having lunch <laughs> with you yeah. topless.
6: That yeah. might top the Tony Bennett muffins? story. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Charlie, while uh, while here in spring training, what's, uh, what is it uh, that you do interacting with the team? Do you get a chance to, uh, you know, uh, kind of offer some advice or anything like that? Or are you just kind of observing?
11: Yes. uh, During the summer, you know, like uh, I go around mostly to our uh, affiliates like uh, Redding, uh, Lehigh Valley, Lakewood, down here in Clearwater. I spend a lot of time. You're cultivating new new talent, right? Yeah. And most of the time I I know about all the players here. Yeah. And, and I, I just go up and I'll sit on a bench with them and talk to them and things like that. But uh, and then I'll go down the cage and watch a hitters hit. If I got something to say, I'll tell uh, Kevin Long, you know, like our hitting coach. Yeah, things like that. And we, you know, we, we kind of talk over about some uh, hitters.
0: Do, uh, they, do they approach you? Do they seek you out? I mean, will they? Are they are they intimidated? You have this legend that goes with you. Are they?
11: No, I don't. No, I don't think they intimidated at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of guys uh, they, they want to talk to me. He'll come up and he'll, we'll talk about baseball. We'll talk about their hitting, yeah, things like that. But you know, you're fascinating.
0: When you, I mean, every time I talk to you about what you know about, you know, people say you you forgot more than a lot of people will know, and and what you know about the mechanics of the game, um, you know, is 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 something. Have you? It's got to be cool to sort of give that information out to a player and see an immediate change in their productivity.
11: I think it. Uh, I think it. Uh, uh, coaching. That's a part of, and also managing players and things like that, that's a part of, that I get the most out of uh, is to work with someone and you can see, you know, like the improvement in them. Right, and right. So also how good they actually can get. Wow. And I've seen players over the over the years. I've have guys in spring training and things like that, and I've seen them, and I think to myself, uh, he, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know if he's going to ever be any good. And he'll wind up being a tremendous player. Oh, that's and cool. Wow. I, think, I yeah. think that's the greatest thing. Yeah. That, 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 you know, like that is the part of coaching that, that's really great. Gen-
1: yeah, Generally speaking, how is your eye for um, assessing talent as they're coming up?
11: I think I'm one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> I think I go and I and uh, like when I scout, I go and I'll if I and I'll go to the ball game and I'll set sit by myself. Mm. And I don't want to cheat that player. Yeah. And and you know like I when I look at him, you know like I want to I, I want my uh, uh, you know, like when I make a report on him and everything, I want it to be perfect. I don't you know like right. I and then also when I work work with him, you know like I work to his talent. Like you guys sitting here, yeah. you know, like uh, I might tell you something and then tell him opposite, yeah, yeah right, <laughs> things yeah. like that, you yeah, know, like, yeah, well then, yeah.
1: all right, so with that said, uh, a
11: name that we're not familiar with, who should we be excited about you should uh uh name uh, I think it uh we got some young players in our camp, and uh some of them probably uh, I would say a guy like Rojas an outfielder that plays at ready, yeah. Once he starts hitting, you know, like, and he uh, improves his hitting, uh, he's going to be what I call a, you know, like a real solid, good major league player because of his energy running. Just watch him run, everything gives you energy and things like that. And he's kind of uh, a unique kind of talent. Right. And, you know, like, and the more they develop their talent, of course, the better they get. Plus, Rojas is red. You know, so (laughs) it (laughs) It does
4: work out. I love that. Yeah, Yeah. great. I love the fact that that you're uh, that you're still in the game at this level. I mean, it's just uh, it seems casual, but still an important part of what's going on here. You know, it's got to be fun to to have that connection with this team.
11: Yeah, I I mean, I I I totally enjoy being around them. That's awesome. And and uh, and also, I like to be around the coaches and the manager. Yeah, things like that, and uh, uh, I think we've got a tremendous team. And, and uh, but there's probably a lot less overall pressure on you. You don't have to be the face. You're not the manager,
7: and so yeah. wins. You're and like losses. the cool
0: uncle. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. yeah. Uh, wins and losses don't.
11: Sure, I, your shoulders. Sure, you can have a beer. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm like a free load buddy. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yes, totally. Oh,
11: that's the best,
0: though, right? I mean, once you've seen Julie Andrews topless, well, yeah.
5: no, but it doesn't. It's it's less stressful. Like you, yeah. I would imagine, not that you didn't enjoy your time as the manager, but it, it's less stressful for you now, right?
11: You know what? I, I think uh, as far as the players and the game itself, uh, I don't think it, that I really, you know, like the stress was not a real big for me. You know, like when the se- once the season started. I think spring training and stuff like that, I wanted to make sure that we were in uh, was in shape to play the game, and we were healthy, and we come out of the you know we uh, we got off to a good starter. We come out of the gate hot and right. things like that. But uh, I was worried about more about our workouts. You know, like in getting our jo- uh, work done than probably anything. I never re- really listened to uh, people that talked on radio or yeah. newspapers. I never I never looked at a newspaper and things like that. Right. You know, like I, I never I never listened to uh, the things that people had to say. You go with you got uh, yeah. They yeah. didn't they Smart. didn't they didn't bother me. Yeah. I was very fortunate when I got into the game and a guy in the the guy in Minnesota at Harvard named George Brophy, you know, like he used to give me my team in spring training and he said, That's your team. He says, You can do whatever you want to with them. And he gave me freedom, you know, like yeah. to run my team and that's and I managed ten years in the minor leagues and I got to the point where, you know, like you know, like I felt like that I was the hit of my uh, I wanted to be in charge of my team. Mm. And, you know, like and I uh, you know, like, uh, I took it uh, very serious and also very competitive. Yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, and I wanted to work with every every player I had, you know, like I gave him as much time as possible, and that even, even includes the stars to the rookie. That's so great. Love it. Yeah. You've done it the right way. Excellent. And we,
4: we love the, We love hanging out with you, Charlie. Yeah. It's so great yeah, that you good.
11: came by here this morning. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I still uh, like going to the ballpark. If I'm in Winter Haven in the summertime, sometime I'll go home for about a week or something. And if there's a Futures Tournament, Auburn deal or something? you like head over? I go over. Yeah, oh, that, yeah that's oh, it. That I mean, watch a game. The yeah. sport would be
0: less without you, and uh, you're, you're such a good advocate for it, and it's just yeah. cool to, to uh, be able to see you uh, out here. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. thanks for
4: coming out, Charlie. It's Thank great you to guys see you. Thanks for having me. Enjoy yes. it. Anytime, Absolutely. we love it. Yes. Charlie Manuel, yeah. guys. Nice. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have some more friends stopping by. Yes. As we are here in Clearwater, right in the ballpark in left field. We'll come back with more spring training on MMR. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Blank 182.
12: Oh no, I'll leave the rope. you Oh no, look at the mess we started. We sound
4: the bay. Smashing pumpkins. Smashing out
6: the bales. Sound
4: the Dave Matthews Band.
12: New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR.
4: We are stoked to have our next guest sitting before us for a number of reasons. One of them being that today's his 30th birthday. Are we the first to say happy birthday to
10: you, by the way? You're not. <laughs> ah, son of a bitch. But you're the first people that are not my wife. So. All right. let's go. go. <laughs> All
4: right. Please welcome Reese Hoskins yeah. yeah. to the show this
10: morning. St. Patrick's Day birthday. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's been a fun one in my life. Yeah. Um, previous times. No. Probably will be a pretty fun one today. Yeah, man. I think this is like maybe my third or fourth time playing um, on my birthday, so... See, we have a little fun.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, you've been a baseball player your whole life, and usually, spring training is around. So, has that hindered your birthday
10: celebrations in the past? Yes and no. Okay. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you got an early game today, so that means you can celebrate later on tonight, and then maybe get a day off tomorrow. I'll talk to your manager.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I can do about
10: that? Tom's uh, Tom's gave me the day off tomorrow. Luckily, did he? Um, Yes. Yeah, so oh, what a great deal. We'll, uh, like I said, we'll have some fun with the game today. It's usually a packed house uh, here yeah. for St. Patrick's Day, which always makes it more fun. And then um, we'll get to celebrate tonight. and. Come, we'll we'll get our work in tomorrow, but it'll be a little lighter, dude. The, you talk about uh, the packed and exciting.
4: Yeah. We actually had we had to fly into Orlando because yeah, the ticket prices to fly into Tampa were too expensive for us to pay like for. Like, like everybody wants to be here for this. Three event. to four times more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like twenty five hundred bucks. Twenty five hundred bucks. To, to fly yeah. into Tampa versus Orlando is ridiculous. I, so I, yeah, it's it's a lot of people are ready to
7: party.
5: However, here. I would pay that price over that drive and the <laughs> sleep I got last
7: night. Yeah. I do think that uh, this game, Reese, has been sold out for a long time because uh, we were talking with John Brazier about it. Like, there hasn't been spring training for fans for, uh, yeah. since 19, or, uh, 1999, <laughs> since t- 2019. No, it feels like Right, it does. We haven't been down here since 2019. Uh, and we, we chatted with you in spring in the past. We've had you in the studio. Uh, but we haven't chatted with you um, since the playoff run last year. And mm. and I'm sure you get asked about it all every day. But um, I got to go to a bunch of games I was at game three Braves when you had the, the bike uh, bat spike and it just seemed to me to be one of the greatest moments in Philly's history and I've been a fan my whole life. Uh, from your perspective, uh, you know, uh, getting into the playoffs, uh, beating St. Louis in two and then coming back to the ballpark, game three against the Braves might have been the loudest I've ever experienced.
10: What, what about you? Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, I'm getting chills thinking about it. I don't really know where to start, right? Um, this is the playoffs, right? There's been talked about Ever since I got here, I was drafted in 2014. Um, there's pictures of 08 all over the walls down right. in the clubhouse here. And I'd always heard, everybody had always said, right, like, we just wait. Wait for Red October. This is a red city, right? Like, yeah. This is a Philly city when, when things are going well. Um, it's a baseball town. So I got to see that firsthand. Um, getting to the playoffs was probably the hardest part for us, right, like kind of just getting over that hump um, and, and – Rob Thompson reiterated that to us uh, the last couple weeks of the season when we've kind of started to skid a little bit, but, but found our footing and got in, um, not getting two games in the first or not getting a home game in the first round stunk just because of the, the long await, um, that, that the city of Philadelphia had, but like you said, it just kind of made this build up, this gradual, yeah. gradual buildup, um, to game three of the NLDS and. Yeah, the bat spike was just raw emotion, right? Yeah. Like, the, there was it was a big spot in the game. Um, it had been 10 years since we had a playoff game there. And, yeah, it was just a big moment. And Is
1: it safer to spike a bat in the playoffs so that, you know, your teammates don't get plunked with a pitch uh, <laughs> later on? And people are less inclined to maybe put a
10: batter on base. I think so. <laughs> I think so. And I think, you know, people that at least follow the game um, probably had an idea that that wasn't, Try, I wasn't trying to show anybody nah. up, right? Like, yeah. I think you could see that with the response. But um, hey, that type of emotion in this game is is so fun to watch. Yes, as, as we don't get to see it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Preston, you were well. Here's, the, oh, here's the deal,
4: Reese. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a casual fan, sure. and and these guys are, are much more diehard than I am. And I know you, how how bad it was for you guys to come up short in in the series, but I. As a casual fan, had so much freaking fun watching <laughs> you guys. I got way into it, more so than I have in, in decades. And it was just an absolute blast. And moments like that, and when Reese hit the the monster home Bryce, run, Bryce, yeah. or Bryce, I'm yeah. sorry, when Bryce went the, hit the monster home run, it was just all of it. Every bit of it was so worthwhile. It was so much fun. And I personally got a lot of enjoyment out of it. So thank you guys for all of that. And I know, obviously, the prize—the big prize—is what you want, but it was—it was fantastic. That whole
10: run last year was amazing. But we got a taste, right? Yeah, that's—that's that's something that I think that you have to do. Um, you kind of have to get in and experience it. We had a lot of us on the team last year that this is our first time in the playoffs. So you have the capital um, now, though. You—you—you you, you know that—that's
0: again, that's it's reawakened the beast. You know, learning that how the city will respond to those wins and the effort, which you guys—it was such a weird confluence of events because. It was like I remember, guy like, oh, the the Phils, the Phils can do this, yeah. you know. And and it was it came out of nowhere. Were you perceiving it that way as well, or or was it slow and steady and we're right on course? How, how were you
10: feeling it in you know in the in the dugout? More of the slow and steady, I think. At, at least that's what we're trying to accomplish, right, right. That's the optimum goal, right? Of course, right, yeah. And you just kind of work your way up, and then all of a sudden you you find yourself playing good baseball, and then you're in the World Series. Yeah, and yeah. I and mean, the, but, this you, is really true about the whole playoffs and really throughout sports is if you get in you got a chance right, right? Like, and that's it, it just down. get in yeah. Yeah.
1: start the season all over again and uh, and and uh, you know it, you have no idea exactly. you know what lies ahead but but speaking of new seasons we're in a new season this isn't last season so you know what uh, what is your mindset right now on March 17 2023 going into this season I've
10: talked about this a little bit in camp already but um it's a confident group here right now uh, obviously we're a little thin just with the WBC, but just the overall vibe of camp is, is focused and hungry, but we're a confident bunch because of the experiences I think we gained last year. Uh, we obviously got to add premier players in this league. Yeah, um, People wanted to come here, and press to your point, right, you had so much fun watching us. Yep. We have heard that from people across the league, and players, coaches, um, fans really too, that it looked like a place that we wanted to play. Well, and that's I, something that you strive for as a athlete, as a competitor. Absolutely, I, I
4: had fun watching you guys have fun because you were having fun. I was telling you guys I was looking at some of the other teams. and I'm like, those guys aren't having fun. No,
10: these guys are
4: having fun. Yeah, and it, and and it was a very likable team.
1: House like, money was was the term that yes. was used over and over and over again. And I don't know is that is that how do you feel about that term for for you know your, your approach last year? I,
10: I think it applies. Yeah. Um, yes and no. Uh, I think if you were to ask us in June and July, we still had our eyes set on where we ended up. Mm -hmm. Um, Although it it looked maybe a little bit more bleak, but just because of the Players and the talent that we had in that room—that we always knew we had a, a pretty good run of baseball in us.
1: Real quick, um, your preference on home runs, okay? Do you prefer a nice oppo, a nice uh, dead center field, or something that g- goes straight over
10: Frenchies here? Um, I care if it goes over the fence. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's all it. you
6: all care
10: about.
7: That's far, it. It's about yeah, the right. Run. Reese, can I? Uh, I, I was—I uh, took my dad to Game Three of the World Series, and have you uh, seen him? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know my dad, Tom <laughs> McElwain? He's listening right now. Um, so, but the reason I'm a baseball fan is because of my dad. And uh, he's had some health issues over the last few years. And to be able to <laughs> uh, be at a World Series game uh, was really special for me. So, that in and of itself was was amazing. And then you guys go out and tag yeah. the Astros pitchers for, with five home runs. Um, I'm just getting a little emotional thinking about it. It was such an, an amazing night uh, to be there at all, and then to see you guys do that, and then to read what happened afterwards. You know, like pitchers, uh, pitches were being tipped at the, at some point. Can you? I mean, we're a few months removed from
10: it. Sure. Can you talk a little bit more candidly about it now? Yeah, I think Bryce and, and Alec have also talked about this pretty candidly, so I, I don't have a problem saying it. But um, to our knowledge, at least, he, he was not tipping pitches. Huh. Um, Some guys like that information. Some guys don't just because it's not a 100% thing, right? So some guys say, I'll just go hit and react the way I normally do. Um, But um, the Astros uh, have been known to also be really good at picking pitches um, against opposing pitchers. So when you have a team that is really good at that, they're also pretty hyper-aware of their own pitchers Mm. getting their pitches picked. So. Mm. Um, That may have played a little bit into, you know, us getting more pitches in the middle of the plate that night. Um, But I I don't, to my knowledge, we didn't have a uh, a pick. And I'm pretty sure Bryce was just telling Bummer, hey, go have a good at bat, man, and just see what happens. That's so awesome. (laughs) All right, now an
4: important question. Uh, What shows have you been watching on what streaming services and what do you recommend? (laughs) The important thing. The important things
10: here. Um, So uh, we just finished – Watching Wednesday, which oh. is very lighthearted, but so cl- great show, right? Ready, yep, uh, which is great. Uh, we just started down yellow- the Yellowstone Road. Oh, As Kathy. Kathy, Yeah that's yeah. our jam.
5: Yeah. I was dreaming about living on the ranch. At
10: that point. <laughs> 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 We're only two episodes in, so we got some. We got hey, some. Wait, by the way, on. Kathy oh, would right you be go. your most useful ranch hand. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'll remember that. <laughs>
10: So, but oftentimes during the season, uh, our TV slows way down just because I spend so much time. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Do you? Yeah. And, uh,
0: with your wife, do you have you? Do you have the the agreement that okay, uh, I'll wait to watch it with you? No and if cheating. So,
10: how many times do you cheat on that? It yeah. depends on which show, right? Um, we, I try to. Like I said, <laughs> like I don't watch a ton of TV. Sometimes when we're on the road, yeah. Um, I'll sneak an episode. Or two. <laughs> I, w- I also have some shows that I would like to go back to.
0: How good parents, is your ga- your game office. about about? Oh, really? Pre- okay. Pretending that you haven't watched the episode when you rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before.
1: <laughs> uh, real quick on on a game day uh, at home at Citizens Bank Park. You got a seven o'clock game. What is your day like? What time do you get to the park, and what time do you get home?
10: Yeah, so it's typical seven o'clock game. I'll probably get there in between one and one thirty. Um, there's uh, lunch involved, there's usually some sort of work in the training room with the, the athletic trainers, just getting the body prepped for the game. Batting practice is usually 3.30 or so. So we have a machine on the field that we're usually hitting about three. So in between that one and 1.30 and three, we kind of just got to get ready to be on the field. Um, go through batting practice, that, that ends usually 4.30, 4.45. We then have some time to prepped on tonight's pitcher. Um that happens while they're taking batting practice and then back in the cage about six thirty, get loose again and on the field at, at six forty, 640, six forty five getting ready for 705 first pitch. So it's a long day. That is okay. a long ass yeah. day. And yeah. when
1: do you get home?
10: The game's over at ten. Um my wife loves this but I'm <laughs> usually the one the last one out of the clubhouse. Okay. <laughs> so I, I tend to just take a little bit longer to decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some guys that also like to talk about the game, so we get a chance to do that. And you can also but I'm watch usually, friends. I don't know, an hour or so after the game. So if you know the game's over at 30 ten thirty, I'm probably I'm probably home at sometime eleven, eleven thirty. Okay. Dude, that's that's yeah, yeah. that's commitment. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Speaking of your wife, when she bought beer for everybody, what, oh was that just yeah. like? Yeah. She just decided she was buying beer for everybody.
10: I think. I I don't remember exactly what... I mean, to answer your question, yes. Uh, (laughs) I don't remember exactly what the situation was, but she was either trying to keep the good vibes going or trying to switch something up that... We needed a little bit of a pick me up in one of the games, so that was so cool. It was awesome. It turned into something I think a little bit bigger than she had hoped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing. The, uh, <laughs> hey, free beer! In, in theory, she had a lot of fun, and uh, obviously, people ate it up, and we kept the good vibes on. I know we, I know we won that game that she did that. Originally. Yeah.
4: At what point this season will that begin? Oh <laughs> <laughs> She'll know. All right, all
10: right. All right. Well, listen, we know
4: you got to run, man. It's great to see you again, Reese's. We're. So so happy to be back down here again broadcasting live and, and we're stoked that you had a few minutes come by and hang out with us so yeah it's great to see you guys have fun today happy birthday man, yeah, man. Awesome. All right. awesome. reese hoskins guys yeah. birthday man here on saint patty's day and uh yeah and game day and all kinds of good stuff so. all right we're gonna take a break we'll come back more from clearwater on 93.3 wmr stay with us this morning See what you've
3: been hearing with WMMR.com's Video On Demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com.
4: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. you've been making better decisions for your busy family for years and now little by little you're making decisions for yourself like snacking a little better going a little further sleeping a little deeper acme's here to make that journey
7: easier and even more rewarding with their new sincerely health platform featuring nutrition plans prescription reminders and more
0: sign up in the acme mobile
7: app to earn up to 25 dollars
4: in grocery rewards visit acmemarkets.com for more details now, back with more of the Preston and Steve
5: Show podcast. That's your traffic on 93.3 WSW. Hey, yeah. Wow, oh my God. The crowd's getting crazy. Yeah, it's no. a small crowd, but yeah, they're going crazy. <laughs> they are uh,
4: boisterous. Well, they're excited because we want to uh, we want to send people to Universal Orlando Resort. Listen, starting Monday, listen, weekday mornings at 8 a.m. All next week for the Preston and Steve Photo Hunt Challenge. You can get a clue on air and then check the photo gallery at WMMR.com. And what you need to do is be the correct number caller later in the show, this is on Monday, and correctly identify the photo and answer from that morning's clue, and you could win a trip for two to Universal Orlando Resort with flights provided by Spirit. For more information, just go to WMMR.com. So again, that's on Monday, and we're doing five trips next week, so we're very excited about bringing that to you. All right, uh, I think we're kind of in a holding pattern for now, we have a a guest who's going to be joining us in a little bit, and... While we're waiting, Preston,
7: just want to let everybody know the Ustream, uh, ah. YouTube stream is up and running finally, so yes. uh, we had
4: some glitches a little earlier, but if you want to watch the show, you can do it now. <laughs> All right, Jason, uh, are we ready for Bizarre File? We have that set up? I, okay, let's hit it. Let's do it.
3: WMR no. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and
6: Steve's Bizarre File.
4: Brought to you this morning by Liberty Safes of New Jersey, offering delivery and in-home installation that box stores don't. You can visit them on Route 130 in Bordentown uh, or Route 73 in Mount Laurel online at libertysafesnj.com. Uh, We'll start with this. A toddler in Australia chased a snake through their front yard, leading to the discovery of a nest of 110 eggs belonging to the world's second most venomous snake species. 110 eggs? Yeah. Wild Conservation uh, said in a Facebook post last week that it was called... Uh, to a family home in Sydney last week to address a brown snake problem. The family had informed the company that it had spotted several hatchling snakes in their front garden over the course of a month. They they decided to call Wild Conservation uh, for help after their two-year-old child uh, had uh, tailed a hatchling and they said that their workers visited the property, started to dig around the front yard, and eventually found a nest of some 110 hatched eastern <sighs> brown snake eggs. Oh it is the second most venomous snake, land snake in the world, and its venom contains toxins that can paralyze the nerves of the heart and lungs and can kill a human being. Are you playing with the deadly snakes? Uh, the majority of lethal snake bites in Australia come from eastern brown snakes. Uh, workers from the wildlife management company also came across one baby and one adult, Eastern Brown, as well as a three-foot-long red-bellied black snake, a venomous snake, less likely to kill a human with its bite, though. I wonder what the what's, what is the density, what is the ratio of deadly animals <laughs> yeah. per capita? To, to, to per capita, people, yeah. right? In Australia.
1: I was also wondering what they call baby snakes. They're not uh, like snuppies or <laughs> snittens. They are now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yes, I, I, I think, you, I think you nailed it, Case. Yeah. Stop it. Wow. Okay. Nailed Snuppies. It, yes. All right. Uh, you know what? We're just going to do one more story <laughs> from right. the bizarre file because right. our guest has well, arrived. That but, was very snooping. Uh, <laughs> hey, stop it. <laughs> All right. How about uh, let's end with uh, this one? All right. A man's entire life has been shattered into pieces after discovering he is genetically related to the mother of his two young children. What? Oh, God. He explained how he was adopted two two minutes after his birth, and he doesn't know anything about his biological parents as he was part of a closed adoption. However... Part of his family history came to light after undergoing tests to see whether he could donate a kidney to his wife of six years. The man said, My wife got sick just after our son was born, now is in need of a kidney transplant. We Kids. checked with her relatives, and none were a match or viable donor. Kids, did you have any idea?
6: No, no, no. Oh,
4: dude, stop it. And he said, I knew that it would be a long shot, so I decided to get tested to see if I could donate. I called the other day to see if I was a match. The doctor said something about wanting to do additional testing oh. due to some information from the HLA tissue test results. And I didn't think much of it and agreed. But when the results came in, the man learned that he and his wife had abnormally high match percentage. Essentially, he married his sister. So is that what is, is match.com
0: an incest site? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so I bet you with the 23andMe and all these ancestry things, these programs going on, you're going to find a lot more stories like this where people have two close-for-comfort
4: genetic matches. They've been married for eight years, and they have two kids.
0: Didn't they and recognize that when they went for family gatherings at the same parents or at both events? No, I don't think they did.
4: But uh, So now he's reaching out on Reddit uh, to see how he should handle this uh, situation. Oh, Reddit's going to solve
0: the problem?
6: I know, right? Yeah.
4: Uh, but apparently... Uh, hey, some, guys! <laughs> some people are saying, you know what? You guys have been together for eight years. You yeah. didn't know. Yeah. What are you going to do? So just get, have at her. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> have at her. Why not? All right. Go for it. Oh, it's man. a short, bizarre file, but we're going to end there because our next guest is ready to go, and we're excited because this is the first time we've had a chance to meet him. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from your Philadelphia Phillies, Mr. Brandon Mars. Yeah! To the show.
13: <laughs> How you doing, Brandon? Oh, man. We're having, you know, having, having a great time. The sun's out. Yeah. I uh, no, uh, too cold. We're having a, We're gonna have ourselves a day today.
4: Yeah, we. Uh, we a few years ago we came here. Oh. It was our first year broadcasting from spring training, and it was like 42 degrees out here. Yeah. We're wearing shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> Florida. It was yeah. horrible, man. But yeah. now
0: we know. Yep. There, there are photos of us, Brandon. We looked like we've been held hostage that morning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, listen. I I have to ask because you have a ton of bracelets on your left wrist. Yeah, um, charity, charity bracelets. Charity bracelets. Um, do they? Do you have to take them off when you're when you're playing, or, or th- does that not mentally play with you at all? No. So I don't. Need, they're
13: like a part of my body now. I, yeah, I've, I've worn them for so long since like high school, middle of high school. So, but no, yeah. Every one of them has their own meaning. I just take it off. I take them off. Before the pregame shower, put the pregame tape on and put them back on. Okay,
0: so. Brandon, I, yeah. I had some that actually that actually like, wore off and, like, yeah. broke apart. But they, they're pretty resilient. You can shower and keep them on. They're made of rubber, so they're yeah. meant to be worn all the time. I just Yeah, they're
1: going to they're gonna snap eventually, but we, <laughs> got, we got
0: backups. There you go.
1: I can't remember, and I apologize for asking you this question, but uh, do you throw right or left? Right. The okay, right okay. I, I thought so. So that doesn't necessarily play. I'm, I'm a weirdo. I bat lefty, throw righty. Hey. I don't, me too. Yeah, you're like yeah, my yeah. brothers. <laughs> Both of yeah. my brothers. By the
7: way, I'm Nick. Uh, this is yeah. Casey. That's Preston, Kathy, Steve. Yep. Marissa's right over there, so this is our first time
4: meeting you. Yeah, Brandon, came yeah. walking. Up while we were doing the B yeah. file, so. Uh, but listen, man, it was so great to 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 get to know you just from as as a player on the team. Last season was so exciting. We were just talking to Reese, and you know I'm more, you know Nick and and Casey are lifelong diehard every single game all season long. I'm a little bit more of a casual fan. Last season was the most fun I've had watching baseball since i was a kid it was just a blast and and watching you guys have fun this is what i kept saying to everybody watching the expressions on on like your face and the things you guys were going through was just a blast man yeah
13: yeah that was some of the best moments like on a baseball field in my entire life and i'm sure i can speak for those those the guys in the locker room as yeah. well that 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 october run we had was <laughs> yeah. I, I it's it's really there's not many words that can describe it it's yeah. so it's it still leaves us speechless at times but yeah it was super electric the city of philly was was booming yeah that was, that was so much fun and we're, we're looking forward to trying to run that thing back.
4: And so. yes. I, I have to admit, initially, I, I judge you a little bit. I thought you had the greasiest hair I've ever seen <laughs> in my life.
6: Yeah. But then oh, we man. found out there's a story behind it. <laughs> it's clean. It's, yeah. It smells good right now. Yeah. Yeah. What do you use? Uh-huh.
5: I mean, that had to be Googled thing. One of them. I know I looked it up immediately. I'm like, what is going on with this guy's hair? Yeah,
13: I know. My mother hates it. Yeah. she. It looks It looks terrible out there. And I see pictures and I'm like, yeah, it does look <laughs> But It keeps it out of my face. I just dump it with water. And, yeah, yeah, that's how we find our edge out there, man, you know? Well, so I
1: want to ask, because you were were a mid-season acquisition last year. um, And so how long did it take for you to click with the locker room?
13: Uh, Well... To be honest, I was super nervous. It was like the first day of school again. I was yeah. super nervous. I tried to wear my best clothes over to Philly. Yeah.
6: <laughs> did, did, Trout,
1: did Mike Trout give you any? Because I mean, he's you know he's a lifelong resident of the the area, and I'm sure he's a Phils fan when yeah. um, he's not playing against them. No, I mean he just he just told me to go out
13: there and go have fun, man. They're they they're they're in a pennant race over there, and uh, you know he was like, you deserve this. Go have fun, Marshy. Uh, you know, we're gonna be pulling for you, and I'll be pulling for them too. So it's, uh, it's, it's a good relationship I have with those guys over there in Anaheim still. But yeah, Trout, I mean, I you can't, were a little I, nervous coming in here, super nervous just because I didn't know many of the guys. I knew Bohm and I knew Moniac, but Moniac was went over to Anaheim for center guard. So, yep. uh, I really only knew Alec and uh. But Schwarber, and uh, I remember Schwarber and Castellanos and Harper, uh, you know, just the first day I was there just taking me in, ah. telling me that, you know, you're here for a reason, uh, and we're going to need you to do this thing. So my jump, friend, uh, jump on and uh, get, get with it quick. My we friend Matt is a,
7: a lifelong uh, Red Sox fan, uh, but uh, roots for the Phils as well. And he said at the beginning of last season, you guys as Phillies fans are going to love Kyle Schwarber. What he brings to the locker room, he's just a great personality. Um, and we did. I mean, we loved him. He, yeah. You know, he, he hit a ton of. He awesome, was really man. fun to root for. But um, as a teammate, Sorbs has just got to be one of those guys who, like, he kind of leads by example. Is, is he vocal in the locker room as oh, well? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
13: I would say, like, him and Reese are, like, the spo- the spokesmen of the team for sure. Uh, Schwarber leads by example on off the field with his actions with his words everything you know he's you 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 want to win you want you want 12 on your team
0: he's sneaky
13: fast too by the way yeah I just
1: see him barreling around the bases I'm like that dude is way too big to
6: be moving like
13: that free free tacos because of Schwarber (laughs) that's true that's true but yeah Kyle is phenomenal he's he's one of my favorite, and I know I have a small sample size, but for my entire life, he's one of my favorite teammates that yeah. I've ever, ever shared the field with, and yeah, he's awesome. It takes the of pressure off of us.
4: Brandon, you don't sound like you're from Georgia, man. I'm not really. I'm not really a country boy, you know. Yeah, how did that yeah. happen?
13: I don't know. I grew up in a, a little north, a little north of Atlanta. Okay. We call it the North Side. The you North I mean? Side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like Gwinnett County, a little north of Atlanta, so. Uh, I was never really raised
4: like on like the Georgia like farms, ranches, all that. So like Okay. Yeah. I lived it when I was a kid. I lived in South Carolina for a couple of years and I picked up on the accent big time. Really? I was like, yeah, y'all tell them I said hey now, you know. <laughs> I used to that's the way I spoke. Well, I was
13: I was uh when I was mic'd up the other day for the game and I I said John did, oh,
0: did really? And
13: I'm like, I've, I've only been here for a couple months. I'm already saying John.
1: You're absorbing it. <laughs> I'm wearing a John hat right now. Yeah. yeah. For the I first,
0: first yeah, few right. years when I started working for Preston, he would ride to work on a tractor. Yeah, it like. yeah. It took it a little a while to shake thing. that. Yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> Brandon, uh, Angel Spring Training is in the Arizona, right? Yes, sir. So was this is your first year doing spring training in Florida? The first one in Florida, yeah. All right, so um, I'm told that you and Casey have something in common because uh, obviously when you're playing in the desert uh, – uh, when in Arizona spring training you're not encountering the ocean as much but here in Clearwater you can head out to Clearwater Beach um but you guys share a fear of what happens beyond the beach is that correct oh. that is that is not our home
6: no yeah. <laughs> kill them all right that
7: is not our home
13: are you shark phobic <laughs> i'm shark stingray jellyfish fish Casey
0: calls
4: them monsters he yeah, they, they are, are monsters, monsters. The
13: yeah <laughs>
0: yeah
4: the, you, do you know? Look at their faces!
13: Look, <laughs> as you, you want to be face-to-face with one no. of them? No! In they, their environment?
1: Razors! Like, they have a thousand razors that are ready Thank to you. cut you in half. Yes, Thank they you. are a monster. You
0: Thank know, you. there's an actual plan that Casey had worked out that involved luring, luring them in with possums yeah, and putting gross, hand grenades in the possums yes. to detonate
5: them. Yeah. Yeah. He has a whole elaborate... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You put a bomb in the possum and, and, and then you feed, feed it, it to a shark. shark. <laughs> Yeah. Then you get rid of bo- possums and sharks. I think we're...
13: That's
5: great. The two of you, grown yeah. men, yeah. can't go in the ocean.
13: No, oh, because you, you've seen videos. There's, like, killer whales jumping up on yes. shore for seals and stuff. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it I know be... it's clear water. It's probably not happening here, but probably so... I'm not going to be that 1%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. So
0: these no? uh,
1: these last few years, I've been doing these sprint triathlons in New Jersey, and, and you have to either swim in the bay or the ocean, oh. and, and and I'm doing it, right? And, uh, and my only hope is, okay, well, there's a few hundred people in here. Yeah. So the sharks have a lot to choose from. But I'm telling you, with my goggles on, as I'm swimming, I open my eyes when I breathe, and then I close my eyes, because I'm like, I don't want to see it coming. It's
13: it's the fear of the unknown down Mm -hmm. there.
1: Uh, And I just, like, my fear is is that my eyes are going to be open under, like, with the goggles, and I'm just going to see a giant mouth come up and eat my head (laughs) off, and I'm like,
13: I'd rather just not see it go. Yeah, it's like, there's videos you see, I don't know if y'all have the same feet I do, but I go on Instagram or something and you get the reels. Oh, yeah. You get people jumping off a cliff, and the, the the, the camera like focuses once the, all the bubbles go away underwater, and there's a shark coming right in your face. <laughs> I don't know why I get that, because <laughs> I'm not liking those
1: photos. No,
0: you know no, but I mean? you know what? If you're, wa- I don't. If you watch it, if you watch it for a few seconds, the app says this guy loves shark attacks. <laughs> oh damn, that's why I'm yeah. all puppies and and and
1: actually and porn. And, but
0: no, you know what? I do like sea otters, though. I'm yeah. a
1: big fan of sea otters. That's so. are <laughs> low key little aggressive though. <laughs> they are. They get you. Sea, sea otters
0: will they will <laughs> f right. you up? You got they they are they, yeah. and they can be very cantankerous. You see them there, you know, with the shells, and they're they're just wonderful. But they'll 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 go at your ass. Yeah.
13: How
5: do you feel about the gators? Because Casey really wants to see oh one in God. the wild.
13: Uh, yeah, Oh, no, it's the same thing. Same. Okay. I mean, it's I saw a photo or a photo was sent to me the other day. <laughs> An alligator on the shores of South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the beach? are you kidding me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Now we have to worry about that in the ocean?
13: You got sharks swimming up through the Gulf all the way up to the Great Lakes. Oh, 10-foot, 12-foot bull sharks? Are you kidding me? And bull sharks are the worst. That's going up through our country? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, i okay. yes. uh, uh,
0: So my take on Australia is wonderful people, but there's so much there that can kill you. They have saltwater crocodiles uh, that, that are enormous uh, and are constantly killing people. Preston had a story about the, what is it, 150 of the... Snake eggs. Snake, brown eggs, snake, egg snake eggs in the eggs browns. Browns.
4: somebody's front yard they have uh, funnel web
0: spiders they have what? what is the, the, yeah, the spiders there are crazy too they, uh, they'll kill you in a second and those are a
13: top those are up yeah. like there for me for fears yeah, like spiders so, too uh, arachnophobia yeah. as well it's like too many legs too many <laughs> eyes <laughs> oh, no. you, know, going you on.
0: don't need all that <laughs> yeah. have you
1: seen an alligator yet though
13: out here i mean i went I've, i went and played putt putt quite a bit
1: <laughs> out here. really and
13: there's there's like little mini the mini gators you can feed i
4: yeah. stay as far oh,
13: away as possible
4: though yeah 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 are they caiman or are they just no they're they're gators but there's a there's a miniature golf course out here where you can feed them at the end yeah Is that right? yeah, yeah somebody
13: sent a link to them. Oh, yeah. the cargo river right over there wow oh, yeah. it's i've probably been like 5 times in the last 3 nights and you're you're you're, you're are, how's your game
6: Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's your regular
13: golf game? I mean, do you play? Okay, so I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I was I was awful about a, about a year ago. Okay. I finally got some clubs, and I've been playing. I played like I played like twenty five times this off season. I was trying to keep count. Okay, and the, the scores are slowly going down. I right. you ever play so. Augusta. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Preston plays a lot. He's, yeah, he's you good. should play with him.
13: Oh no! If you play a lot, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> okay, but I I, re- I love the I love the aspect of it. I love going out there with the boys, having fun and swinging. You know, yeah. Yeah, but I, it's it's a it's a great day if I'm under 90. Right. I've only done it like four times. All
1: right, that's all right. Oh, I'm, like, it's it's a great cases. day if I'm under 110. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but all,
13: all my teammates are out here shooting 76, 78, and I'm like, dude.
1: Here's the deal. I played in a golf tournament last year with Preston, uh, Michael Barkham from uh, NBC Sports Philly, and uh, and there were a whole bunch of like former pro athletes that were Milt Thompson, you know, former Phillies and stuff like yeah. that. I won the longest drive competition.
13: (laughs) Yes, I did. did. Yes, I did. Well, was it? If you don't mind me asking, it was probably I don't know, close to three.
4: Yeah, it was like two ninety something like like that. Yeah, I'd say it was like three oh one. Yeah, you know, if I
13: I can keep mine straight, if I can keep mine straight, it'll go. Well, that was
1: the thing. The fairway was gigantic. (laughs) Yeah, the fairway was like really, really wide, so that 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 worked out in my favor. So
7: you guys had a group outing uh, a a couple of weeks ago, right? Like I saw some uh, Instagram videos of the team being out and just uh, hitting the links. Yeah, and the the only. That was
13: That showed me Was me whacking a tree (laughs) (laughs) That was the first hole I jumped on Uh, And I was No no warm ups Went straight from the cage here (laughs) To the third tea box over in countryside, and I whacked a tee or something. I, I, I whacked well, a tree, and it was pretty embarrassing. How about
4: good footage of you last season? What was a, what, a personal favorite moment that you had of your own performance? You know, I mean, any particular home run or catch or, or something that really stands out about? Yeah, I was I was happy with how that went last year. Well,
13: i, I grew up a, I grew up a Braves fan, growing up a little north of Atlanta. So it's uh, I was like putting them out last year, yeah. and being able to contribute a little bit in that game and have a homer in it. it. That was probably, for me personally, that was probably one of the better moments for me that I'm going to remember and take with me for a very long. So time. So
1: that's a good memory, beating uh, your old favorite team. Oh yeah, growing up. Oh okay. yeah,
13: for sure. I either you, you either want to. Growing up, you want to play for them, for sure, but
0: uh, it's sort of bittersweet, right? I mean, yeah. you, you're glad to be in that position, but it's like, uh, ah. Yeah.
13: No, I mean, I didn't have any. I had no <laughs> sympathy. <laughs> but,
0: I mean, because they wouldn't have any for us. Right. 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 Like, right. You know,
13: yeah. We tipped their cap if it went the other way. So, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, so the cards fell in our favor. But uh, that 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 series and that that game uh, game four, you know, against the Braves, were pretty pretty dang fun.
0: Funny because it, when you're talking to recent and and, and uh, he, he, the, those moments, the moments you're a part of, and and you know Nick was getting emotional early. That that will sit in the memories, the conversations. You know, you're part of a sport that lends itself to that, mm-hmm. where it becomes the fabric of so much of what makes people enjoy life. You know that and that it's is that that's got to blow you away if you have the time to stop and think about that. That it becomes that important. Yeah, you know just.
13: The memories, the relationships you make, the time spent with these guys—I yeah. mean, you go through—you go through everything from the up, very top of the ups to the bottom of right. the lows together with all these guys, and you know everyone's away from their families for the most part, and you know it's a second of,
0: family. Yeah, yeah.
13: They, they become your brothers, right? And you know it's that—that's that—that—that's those memories that we had last year. That's—that's that's, those are the things that we're going to remember and take with it's us crazy. forever. Yeah. And it's, it
0: gives me chills just thinking about <laughs> it. You know, like us too. I, And and you're still afraid of the Sharks, too, a little bit. So that that won't change.
4: Brandon, is it not lost on you that that you came into a city that has a certain reputation uh, in a good season? I mean, you came in... Your your introduction into the city was at a very very good time. Yeah, you know because yeah. it can, it can go the other way with Philadelphia. You know the reputation that the town has for, uh, I mean supporting the team, but also yeah. saying, "Come on, get it together." You know what I, mean? I
13: love yeah. that though. I personally love that because I got that. I have like a football mentality about a lot of things that
1: I do. You and played football, right? I did. Yeah. Okay.
13: What, I wasn't. I wasn't that good, but I liked to play.
1: What position? I played wide out and corner. Okay, so they not a quarterback. No. With that cannon. No? <laughs> <Ugh>. uh, okay. <laughs> no chance, man. <laughs> but, uh,
13: no, yeah, I, I love that, uh, just the whole city's behind you. And, yeah, sometimes it could, it could be tough. Yeah. Like, when times aren't rolling our way, but, uh... Mm-hmm. That's part of it, though,
7: because when the times were good, it was only that much better than a lot of other places, too.
13: So oh, it's there like there you go,
6: Man,
7: it, it was so good for us, too. I, and just as a fan, and I'm a lifelong, but like it just it was it was a little unexpected, and then when it happened, the whole city embraced it. Um, we didn't get a chance to ask Reese, so I'd, I'd love to ask you. I don't, uh, I've not really seen Trey Turner play a lot. I'm really excited that he's on this team. Obviously, he's a, a world class talent.
13: I'm excited too. We're nice. all excited. Yeah.
7: yeah so what, what's your impression of Trey? And, and uh, you gotten to know him a little bit over the last few weeks. Yeah, Trey's awesome. You know, it's it's. Fun and just watching
13: him as a player go, his his work ethic, uh, his routine, uh, you know, everything, just how smooth he is. I mean, everyone sees how, yeah. how smooth he is on the bases, that's short and the box. So, I mean, and he, he's he's a dude as well in the locker room. He, yeah. He's, he's going to be a leader of this squad, and uh, I think he's going to fit in perfect with the boys. You know, he's he, he loves to joke around and chirp and have a great time, but when it's time to get down into it, He's gonna be the first one that steps up to the plate. So it's a uh, Trey Turner. We're super blessed to have a talent like that and just a personality like that in the locker room too. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're 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 gonna we're yeah. gonna have some fun with I mean, that. That's I'll, for sure. I'm trying to find the right phrase and words to say it, but hey, you we're doing great. Right. Listen,
1: I think we should be excited when you look at this lineup, right? Uh, the, offensively speaking. I mean, when you have somebody like you, you know, batting 7, 8, or 9, I mean, that says a lot for how strong and, and deep this offensive lineup well,
13: I is. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Man. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> I don't hear that too much. No. <laughs> uh-huh. But, no, Wait, yeah, sorry, the lineup.
5: I, I got to go back to the hair real quick before yeah, we get yeah, why, why don't you pull in a ponytail?
13: Well, I do sometimes during BP. Okay. But or a ponytail or a bun?
5: Whatever. I'm just, why don't you pull it back? Why? Why, why not a hair? French braid?
0: Why not frizzy curls? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't no. even think I know how to f-
1: no. Oh, French no forget, the brain, no, forget the brain. forget
5: the I just like because I mean I've had long hair my entire yeah. life. When I work out or sweat or do anything active, it goes in a ponytail. What about out? when
1: you play center field for the
13: Phillies? Right,
5: exactly. Well, that's what I'm, I'm trying to give him a tip. Maybe the ponytail will be will be good.
1: But
13: uh, I'm the same way. Like if I'm if I'm like in the training room doing some like arm care, or if yeah. I'm working out or doing something, it's all it's out. All right. It's go. getting out the okay. way. Because if it's if it's if it's gonna be bumping my chin or bumping my ears, ah. Uh,
7: you want to go uh, get our hair? done together yeah. this year, because I'm, hey, I'm, I'm in need of a yeah. cut, I right. hey, oh, sports, fresh,
13: sports clips right over there. Yeah? And right then... <laughs>
0: Hey, real quick, that's the tat-
1: over to the spin class. That tattoo's not. Uh, that's not a Ted Lasso thing, is it? Believe this? no, yeah. no. This is this is for my family and I. It is yeah. okay. That's
13: great. This is my family and I
4: love it. My sister's got one too. Hers, is, oh. yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, excellent. Well, listen, friend. Great to meet you, man. Thanks for coming by. Thank we're we're, for we're stoked me. for the season, and uh, and hopefully we'll be talking to you again soon. But for we'll sure. be watching today here at the yeah. game. Thank excellent. you guys for having me. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Dude. Hey, yeah. where's
13: your green at? There's green right over there. Steve's yeah. representing. I get the
4: Five people today.
1: (laughs) My toenails. My toenails are grand. No lie. Thank you, guys.
4: Brandon Marsh, guys. Let's hear it for him. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back in a second live at Clearwater for spring training. Preston's Steve Show. Hang with us.
12: 93.3 WMMR welcomes Muse. And Evanescence in concert this Sunday. Some tickets remain at Wells Fargo Center Philly.com or the box office. Prepare for a night filled with great songs and experience Muse's incredible sound, light, and visual presentation that'll remind you why you go to concerts at the Big Joint. Stay tuned to MMR for updates and our pre-concert warm-up, an hour-long block of both bands starting at 6 p.m an S.S. and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that
4: rocks. One of the things that's great about uh, sports, uh, and, and it's one of the reasons why I like uh, uh, the real sports show, you know, the Brian Cumble yeah, program, yeah. is the stories behind what's going on and uh, the people's lives uh, in uh, in professional sports. And uh, we got word as a couple of people reached out and said, hey, there's a guy that's going to be down there where you guys are spring training. And uh, he's local. And he's down there. And he's, it'd be great to talk to him. We said absolutely because... Uh, he went to the finest high school in Delaware County. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Why are you being such an a-hole, bro? <laughs> Listen, he plays for the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, and he is a Delco native. Yeah. Jim Haley is yeah. with
14: us. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And good he went to Bonner, on. so I was throwing that in Casey's face. That's what was Where going. did you play your Little League ball, by the way? Uh, upper Darby Little League. Okay. Uh, no longer around. No. Just in peace, but yeah, good time growing up in Upper Darby, and Upper Darby Little League was the place to be. ask anybody around that that played number i little league and that was that, that was, was the it spot. That yeah. was he plays to be
4: all right so you you were signed to the uh the iron pigs uh last in in december just last year uh but you've been in the minors for how long now
14: uh this is my this will be my eighth season coming up eighth season so i spent seven years with the race and okay. in their minor league system and became a free agent after last season and then very fortunate enough to nice. sign, sign with the phillies so this will be my eighth year coming up did
1: you get drafted out of high school
14: no, didn't get drafted out of high school. A couple looks, but didn't end up getting drafted. Where did you go, end up doing your college? Penn State. Okay. Yeah, some of the people. Yeah,
1: you know like what? So we have a guy that we work with. His name's Bill Burns. His son uh, was a really good baseball player coming out of South Jersey. And, you like, you have no idea, like, just how good you have to be. I mean to to even get a sniff into D one programs to, to play it you know and and so here's a kid who was I think like six three maybe six four topping out at about eighty eight eighty nine miles per hour but he was also hitting like five six hundred right but he wasn't getting the looks that he wanted and he ended up going to Penn State and played for their uh, for their club team and their club team is better than I mean so you played for. The team, the right? Team. Not the club yeah. team. Yes, yeah, so I was on the team. Um so but you know, when he played for the club team, you know, I think they ended up winning the national championship. Yeah, they were good when I was there. Really yeah. Good. You actually might even know this guy's last name's Burns, but uh, but you know, you talk about somebody who was that good in high school and like you were probably had similar numbers, but what was it about your numbers? Um
14: you know, you know, it's a great question. It's but the it, high school. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. But what were you topping out at? Four. Yeah,
6: yeah. I, didn't, I didn't pitch. I didn't pitch.
12: I
14: don't know what I topped out. I played shortstop. But it's a great point you make. It's uh, something I realized going into college. It's like the best pool of high school players. You're the best or wherever you're at in that pool. You get to college, and it's like, now it's the best of everybody. Right. And then getting into pro ball, is like, now you're the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. Uh, so all the way up the ladder, it's like, you think you're good, but you ain't that good. And then right. you get to the next level, and it's like, wow, well, I wasn't as good as I thought I it was. Tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough.
1: This really yeah. pains me to say this. Uh, but Bonner had a really good baseball program. Yeah, really good. Really, really good. Yeah, break. Yeah. But And so you are, you know. The best on the team, you know, is junior, seniors, something like that? Uh, I mean, a- anybody else in your team playing in a professional baseball right not now? Not
14: right now, but I played with some really, really talented baseball players. Um, I was probably up there. I don't know. There, I think there's a few players on the same level as me. Not right. playing now, but. At but,
7: what point do you decide um, I can make a career out of this, right? Because there are points in your life where you're like, you know 21 22 23 and you're like all right I'm going to keep giving this a shot mm-hmm. and and quite literally you have to think about is uh, am I going to be making enough money uh, you know if I'm, i have a family how am I going to support them and then you want to invest that time and energy into something that's going to be successful for you so at what point in your stage was it college where you're like you know I think I can do this professionally for a stretch
14: yeah so out of high school I had some uh, I had some scouts come to games professional scouts come to games so I think in high school it was kind of I was still young but I had that little bit of all right Oh, there's people around already uh, decided to go to college, and it was probably my sophomore years when I realized, like, oh, this can be a real thing. And then junior year came around, team started reaching out and was like, all right, this is for real. And then, of course, it's the dream. It's always the dream. So I kind of made my mind up that sophomore year is like, this is what I'm doing. If I get drafted, I'm gone. And then you mentioned the, it's tough. The minor leagues are tough, the money aspect. And the, I'm really fortunate to have an unbelievable support group around me. Nice. My family, I have an amazing wife who... This is tough for significant. This lifestyle is really tough. Yeah, it's gotta okay. be. But but you um, te-
0: you have someone that supports you. It makes all the difference exactly, in the world. Yeah, it
14: makes a huge. I mean, you, you don't make it this far without a support group. And I'm yeah. really lucky to have the support group I have.
0: You, you talk about getting getting looks, and and from that side of the the sport, when you're trying, you know, when you're trying to get recognized, are w- w- that's gotta be, I, I it's gotta be. It's, we talk to actors who talk about going up for auditions all the time, and and though you know the, it's it's you sort of trying to, hey, look at me. It's it's a weird dynamic. And I, I I think if you don't have it within you to work it a little
14: bit, it could really work against you. Yeah, 100%. And obviously they have a networking of scouts and all that good stuff. But um, definitely how you carry yourself. Too. Right. Like too. I've played with a lot of really talented baseball players that aren't here because of how they carried themselves. Hmm. But it's the networking. People, well, it's it's fast. It's, it. it's deep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A lot of people are out and around.
0: You don't see that's a part that we rarely see, but right. it is every bit a part of what you do. Yeah.
14: Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: How
14: was uh, your home run last night? I didn't get to see it. Where did where did awesome. go? Yeah. Uh, left. Okay. Uh, yeah. It felt good to get that first one. out <laughs> Yeah. yeah it was did you know good. it right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's certain ones that you, you didn't know even, even feel it I hit know. the bat, right? Nope. 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 I hit it flush. Oh. Yeah. That one felt good.
1: Um, okay. So. You know, we played baseball, and, and uh, sometimes you don't you don't hit the ball right, and it rattles your hands. At your level, you can't flinch at all, right? Like you
14: can't you can't let Can anybody you know. Open, oh, know oh,
6: yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought
14: You see a couple of people flinch. Yeah. With how hard some of these guys throw. Yeah. It's impossible not to. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, but we try to stay on the flush part of the barrel.
0: So you can't openly like, yeah, cry. You yeah,
6: can't. Wow. No, 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 None of that. <laughs> man.
14: It hurts.
7: It hurts. <laughs> Jim, as, uh, as Preston mentioned earlier, we, we heard from a lot of listeners uh, who, who was recommended we get in touch with you down here and, and hope to get you on the show. Um, and uh, we got a text from a guy named Delco Jesus, who apparently is your cousin. Delco Jesus. <laughs> Delco Jesus no Jim, way. Shout
14: out Jimmy McElhoney. Yeah. That's yeah. What? Oh, we, know, yeah. we know Delco yeah, Jesus very well. people, man. Yeah, he's a cousin of mine. All right. And, Oh, Jesus,
7: you are one of uh, ten siblings. Yes. Wow. Oh, okay. So uh, of the of all of the people in Delco, how many are you related to? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> if you, if you
14: walk outside your house and go outside it, you'll probably run into someone that I'm. I, gonna... I, here's what we need to do. <laughs> we
0: need to I mean, drive. Cousins. Yeah. We need to drive you and Casey around in a <laughs> convertible around Delco <laughs> yeah.
6: and see how many
14: people say hi to you. It'll Where, be a lot. Yeah.
5: Where do you fall in the line of a ten?
14: I'm right in the middle. Five. Right in the middle. So I have eight brothers and a sister. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. So
5: is it true, like when you have a family that big did the older siblings help raise you oh my
14: god yes yeah yeah without a doubt my oldest brother i mean a couple of my older brothers but my oldest brother it's yeah it takes a village they say it takes a village it really does uh,
0: when when did you learn the word contraception <laughs> <laughs> early on
4: <very> early. On. <laughs> any other any other uh jocks uh in the family amongst
14: yeah, you? if you've yeah, got eight right yeah we were all athletes growing up yeah um i'm the only one that pursued it huh. um but they were all incredible athletes just nobody really pursued it didn't want to get into it but yeah
1: did they i and i assume you played with them and you know backyard front yard whatever
14: um they didn't didn't take it easy on you no no i I, that's kind of how i got here yeah that was the rule growing up As i'd go and cry to my mom and they won't (laughs) let me play and she's like all right well you gotta they're playing they're playing rough and tough you gotta play up to the rules and that made me better. Oh dude, I used to hear you know. That's the way my dad
0: my dad when we'd play catch whole different he would throw like an adult yep. man which yep. he was. And I'm
14: like, catch it. "Oh
5: <laughs> my god. Suck it up, kid." Yeah. Um, Do you Jim, have kids of your own?
14: No, not yet. Okay, not all yet. right. Yep. Are you going
5: to go for 10? Sorry. No, <laughs> no, 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 no,
14: no,
4: okay. No. Well, what What did the family think uh, when you were brought into the Phillies organization? Oh, they loved
14: it. Yeah? They loved it. They were probably honestly. I mean, again, it's i I've, I've been doing this for So long. Obviously, it's really special to be with the Phillies. Yeah, Um, but it is my job. Yeah, right. Um, Really happy for the opportunity, but they were probably more excited than I was, which was awesome. It was, it was a really fun time.
0: It's great to have it all happen. A large family. My wife is the youngest of nine, and there's just a a built-in support. Exactly. thing that just, yeah. you, you know, you, you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gift, you know? Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's been, it's been fun. It's Jim,
7: been really have fun. you um, played in Lehigh Valley yet? Have you played? Uh, Not yet. It's no, a, no, no. And so you've never, uh, away or home games? Nope. It's a great stadium. Uh, Phils are really lucky to have the Lehigh Iron Pigs in the uh, in the organization because they built it, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Um, it's really accessible. It's kind of like this ballpark, actually. You're on top of the field. Uh, parking is cheap. You can get, like, a $3 soda. Uh, so if, if you're looking for a baseball alternative. And uh, don't want to take the family to Citizens Bank Park. Lehigh Valley's fantastic.
14: Awesome! Everybody hear that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
6: that's how's what I've heard. I've heard a lot of good things. <laughs> how's your yeah. spring
1: training going so far? You awesome. Had a home run last night. Yeah. Uh, I was looking just a glancing at your stats. You're having a bunch of RBIs, but uh, offensively, defensively, having a solid. I'm just kind of so taking
14: it all in. Okay. Baseball thing has been great. Like I said, I've been doing it a while. Um, biggest thing for me is just taking it all in, trying to learn from these guys in the clubhouse. Obviously, a really experienced team, um, but really happy with where I'm at. And talk to Charlie. Clearwater. Yeah. Charlie's the Man, dude, how great! I right, listen. Yeah, I mean, Larry you know, Boa, Charlie, yeah, you want um, Samuel down here. It's been yeah, awesome. You watched Charlie Manuel win a World Series yep.
1: here as a fan of the Phillies, and, and now you're talking shop with him.
14: Yeah, it's crazy. It was kind of again coming in here, some seeing some of these faces, it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, but yeah, I I, I chopped it up with Charlie. Ask about him about World Series and seeing yeah.
0: Julie Andrews topless. <laughs>
14: <It's> an <interesting. laughs> he was telling us about that earlier. Today. Um, do you
4: live down this way, Jim?
14: Uh, right now, I'm in an apartment, like, seven minutes ago but I'm back in Delco.
4: Okay. Oh, you are? Okay. I, I wasn't sure, because you, you played for the Rays, and, and I didn't know if if this became home from no, the time no, down here no. or not. Delco, come on. Yeah. 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 Well, dude, you got you to uh, hang out with us
6: more. Hole. We never yeah. Yeah. Black hole. <laughs> you <can't> escape
14: it. <laughs> I mean, we never, we, never, we ever leave. never, leave. So, you, you, did you grow up in Lansdowne? So, you know, it's funny. People always ask me. It's like, because... When you get drafted, it's like, where were you born? I think I was born at a uh, Mercy Fitz or Fit, Fitzgerald Mercy, yeah, yeah. yeah, in Lansdowne. Okay. So everyone's always like, why is it Lansdowne? Why, why are you're from Upper Darby? You grew up in Upper Darby. I'm like, I was just, it's where were you born? Right. <laughs> well, I'll have to fix that somewhere. Yeah. The line. But Upper Darby, I grew
1: up. At. Okay. All right. Well, because my dad
14: grew up in Lansdowne, okay. went to Penwood. Actually,
1: I think it was Lansdowne Alden back then. Okay. Grandmom yeah, yeah, yeah. lived on SX Avenue, so I'm yep. familiar with yep. all that. You know, like I'm the unofficial mayor of Delaware County.
4: <laughs> he is. He is. All right. In Upper Darby. So were you a big? Uh, Pika's uh, fan. G, G, okay.
14: Yeah, right down the street from where I grew up. Okay. In Lawrence Parish, yep. Casey
4: trying to turn me onto it. I, I, he don't, just to it. He I don't see it. the. I, no. No, I don't hate it, it's but it's just. different. It, it, was, it was hyped up for so long, and I went, the pizza. It's and, the only of its kind. Like, I if agree. you go yeah.
1: in all Delaware County, you're not going to find another pizza nope. like that. And, totally agree.
14: I am. Yeah, yeah. You're not. A, really? I thought it was okay. But, but he, he,
5: you know. Oh, I can only exactly okay. impress him. Scott, let me hear If anybody hypes anything up, because it happens with movies, too. If anything, if Uh-oh. anybody hypes anything up to him and then he watches it, it's like it was too much for him. Like, yeah. you just need to say, hey, Preston, try this pizza try this place. Out. Try yeah. this pizza place. You'll like it. And well, leave it at that, also, and he'll uh, probably love one it. Of those, he's yeah. got a
0: St. Louis pizza that, that every, it's a whole different thing. He's not, he's not, he, what, what is the name of the pizza again? The, uh... Emo's. Emo's, of course. But I, it, you know, I grew
4: up with
1: that.
6: It's yeah, um, pizza, you know. yeah. yeah. So The same thing del-co. with
4: pizzas. I'm sure.
1: That's it, yeah. And you also grew up with yeah. Imperial, I'm sure, and uh, yeah, I didn't grow up with it, but I had All right, a few how many... I lived in there in high school. So. Wait, what's
14: Imperial Imperial I had my Pizza? Share yeah, of Imperial. It's, it's like on like South $7 Avenue. And... Seven dollars a pie still, or something?
1: Uh, I think it might be up to eight now. Oh, you know, eight. but you can still get like a three dollar cheesesteak. But it, you know, people like to crap on it, but it is good. And by the way, the phone number is 610-543-9393. ki three nine three nine three. But uh, it's it's got like a cornmeal on the bottom. It's a nice crispy crust. Again, there's no other pie. I like it in Delaware
14: County. Yeah, how do you you have to order it with the beach, right? This yeah,
1: well bottom. you can you could say hold the beach hold if the you beach, want, but right. Oh like, that's I, the cornmeal? Yeah. Okay. I like the beach. And then also, uh and bad news, I don't know if you heard but Gaitano's is, is closed now.
14: You know what? Never had it. No? Nope. Oh, heard, I heard a lot about it, but well, you've never gone. I had never tried it. Yeah, well, sorry to hear that. <laughs> sorry, Steve. I was waving
4: at a girl who had really big boobs who just walked in. Oh,
6: oh, all right. Thanks. Sorry. Oh, wow, hey. Mom. I didn't mean to distract you. I think it's one of the
4: bartenders at Frenchies. There you go, uh, by the way. I think it might
6: start drinking again. Uh,
14: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.
4: Uh, so, uh, uh, when do you guys have games? Uh, we know, obviously, the, uh, the Phil's are playing here um, uh, today.
14: Uh, for the iron pigs for the yeah. iron pigs yeah I believe we start up the 30th okay The 30th is the first game we're up in New York I believe okay tough but weather wise but yeah. Yeah, so yeah we'll be down here for another what, week and a half is, okay. it,
7: well, is so it I mean two weeks is bull Durham accurate a lot of uh, ball players say
14: that like it's a good representation yeah, well, so, obviously it's like yeah, okay it's really years
7: old at this point
14: yeah a lot yeah, of
7: bus yeah. travel
14: yeah oh a ton yeah I and mean it's it's starting to change then there but back when I started it was that's a very accurate representation of what it was but over the past couple of years, they're trying to improve the conditions of Marley, Bit And they're doing a good job. Uh, yeah. But that is a very active.
0: Is that your favorite baseball movie because of it? No,
14: Santa. It's up there, but Sandlot's Santa, up there. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. There's it's a lot a of good field. baseball movies out there.
1: <laughs> uh, so it's a split squad today. Are you um? Are you playing here or are you I'll playing? Be, I'll be
14: right there, left field today here. Okay. Oh, nice. yeah.
1: All right, so shortstop left field. You got you. I mean, Everywhere. those are two different... <laughs>
14: Field. Utility man. Uh, yeah. Whenever they need me. Okay. Jack of all trades. <laughs> you confident doing all
1: that? Where guess, are you most
14: confident? Uh, probably corner infield. Okay. Uh, so I was a, a shortstop in college. Um, once I got into pro ball, the Rays are pretty notorious for um, turning people into the utility guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so early on in my professional career, they kind of tailored me into that um and ever since then i've i've really enjoyed that role so
7: i got a question about the rays that is a uh an interesting stadium to play in that their dome they you know yeah yeah. and uh steve i don't know if you know about this but there are these walkways across the top right right some of them are in play and some of them are out of play so if you hit a ball that goes high enough and it goes off one of the the um stanchions that's across the top of this dome huh you then have to field it or it can hit another one of those and it's a, it's an automatic foul ball it's, They do like i, do I you, don't know the
14: rules right. yeah. <laughs> You have to look it up in the rule book to, yeah. play the ricochet yeah, yeah if you can <laughs> absolutely yeah
4: well, listen, man, we just said some people suggested. We heard your story, Delco guy, and we're like, we definitely want to meet Jim and and, uh, and say hello. So uh, we're glad you had time to come by. Yeah, I,
14: think was, uh, I think one of them was obviously Cousin Jim from yeah. Delco Jesus, obviously I think yep. Mary-Kate Mary Quinn. I think yes. Mary-Kate, kind of, yeah. a friend of my wife, so shout-out to Mary-Kate. Awesome, man. Yeah.
4: Well, good luck uh, this you. upcoming yeah. season, and, uh, and it's uh, great to meet you, man. Yeah, Thanks you so much. Thank you guys Appreciate so much. Bro. Jim Haley, guys. Yeah! And plays for the Iron Pigs, which is uh, awesome. Delco native. All right. Uh, I think we should uh, take another break. Yes. Come back in a second. You know what we haven't done? We didn't play Froggy. But what we, the hell? We forgot to play Froggy. So we have we to. we are going to do that when we return, for sure, if we remember to do that. Yeah. Uh, a few more things to come from Clearwater on 93.3 WMMR. We'll be back in a moment.
3: What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die.
4: Preston and
1: Steve, their name is their address. Uh, On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We're rolling.
2: Coming this Tuesday.
0: Actually, just read option one.
2: New games every Tuesday?
3: Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash
4: Tuesday. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We need to do this. It's Friday. We have not played Froggy yet, so let us do that. We forgot to do that earlier. Fired up, Jason. Earlier and and we zipped right to him and uh or no that was Brandon actually and uh, so we, we we skipped our beloved Froggy but uh, there it is it lives live on the air on a Friday morning St Patrick's Day morning oh as we're all stoked about uh, the day and the what weekend a confluence of events here with St Patrick's Day and the whole oh. thing but again as I
0: say as as someone who had might have been a naysayer to the whole spring training thing. You've,
4: you've, you've got to get down here yeah. one time and enjoy. It's really something. Absolutely. Um, so uh, Steve made a, a uh, quick comment about uh, <laughs> Kathy's room last night. By the way, Kathy, she thought that Casey and I were talking bad behind mm-hmm. her back earlier.
7: Uh, you before...
5: were whispering. I know. What would someone else, what would someone think when you look at someone, turn your head and then start whispering?
6: Okay.
7: okay. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm
4: sitting here. Wow. Uh, yeah.
5: You shut up. Oh, my God.
4: Casey had leaned into me and he goes, yeah, Kathy, Kathy, you need to ask Kathy about a room on the air. And I didn't want to tell him why. Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't want to tell him, like, if it was a good room or a bad room or <laughs> But a apparently
4: whatever. you ended up getting, like, a, a, a suite you, as opposed you, to you, everyone else, right? She
0: comes down. I, I cross paths with her in the hotel this hotel is lovely but it's not it's not you know the of, f- of four seasons <laughs> but uh, um but um i'm i'm going up in the hotel she's coming down and she goes she goes, oh, the place is nice. And, uh, you know, the, the room's really good. And I'm like, oh. I, I'm like, oh. I've been to the room. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's nice. And and then only today do I find out why she's the big proponent I, of the room.
5: I just assumed that we all got these rooms. I didn't realize <laughs> that I was the only one. She
0: basically got the presidential suite. <laughs> Preston,
5: I walk I walk in, first of all. It has two doors to get in, like, that, like, open up. Yeah, You know, yeah, like, yeah. instead of, like, your standard yeah. hotel room door. Yeah. Uh, so So. The double doors open up and you walk in, and there's like a little hallway with some closets and a full length mirror. And then you get to the kitchen, uh, and then the living room with a couch, and then the, oh. the little uh, kitchenette area with a table <laughs> and chairs. Yeah. And then to the right is my giant bedroom, which leads this me to is my, pretty big. my bathroom with three sinks. Oh my God. A large walk in shower. And then the best part you walk out of the bedroom onto the, the deck, which. Faces the water, which is absolutely gorgeous. You could see the sunset from there last night. Oh. Marissa and I got here <laughs> right as the sun was setting. So I got up to the room to watch the sunset. Uh It was absolutely a, gorgeous.
0: A sprawling balcony. Uh-huh. I mean, like, like an outdoor beautiful. living
4: balcony.
5: I, it was like... I'm upset that I'm only there for one night. Yeah. Did you yeah, guys
4: all go crazy. up and take a look at it? No. 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 She, said, she showed so me a video okay. and pictures.
1: We got right.
5: there so late. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to show you the, the video. All right. Then.
4: And so the t- best part is
1: I think you had front row seats for the dance party afterwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: yeah, so. Dude. I,
4: now, I'm not staying at the same hotel as these guys. I'm I'm staying with my, at my uh, sister's uh, house because uh, my family lives in uh, St. Petersburg.
5: So you're actually sleeping. <laughs> so
4: I got a little bit of sleep, but I started seeing the text chain last night about the noise. <laughs> Well, it, listen. There, it's a great.
7: Steve's right. It's a really nice hotel. It is. If you want a party, <laughs> because the band goes
0: until two thirty in the morning. Oh, Preston, no, 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 no my, Nick. The, the DJ goes know, to two yeah. thirty. The band wrapped up around one.
5: <laughs> I woke up, Preston. I had to put my my AirPods in my ears, like on silent, oh, <laughs> to block no. out the noise. And I woke up at one thirty, and I was like, "Oh, thank God, it's over." And I took the AirPods out, and it was like, oomph And I was like, yeah. "No, it's not over yet." I, <laughs> I
0: texted Nick, and I, I said. I <laughs> said, I know you, he was going to try to do because he's like right there, do some sort of noise mitigation. I'm like, tomorrow morning, what room number yeah. are you? So, in case we need to pound on the yeah. door, yeah, I put all the pillows
7: over my head, I turned on my, I brought my, um, Noise machine. I had earplugs in, and you could still feel the thumpa thumpa of the bass from the DJ guy through the bed. And listen, uh, um, it's not bad if you don't have to get up at freaking four o'clock yeah, in the morning. If they we're coming
5: Go. here to like hang out for a yeah, break, perfect. Not, not yeah, perfect yeah. for a morning show. And Clearwater
7: yeah. Beach is really, really nice. And these are these are good problems to have. If the worst thing that happens to me all weekend is that I didn't sleep very well last night, it's a great weekend. I'm, I'm lucky to be here, no doubt. But I did not sleep at all last night. Just
5: for the record, the band was really good at <laughs> 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 Marissa was. Her, Marissa could have, like opened her door and like joined the band. If she, no, she kidding. was right there. Wow. I mean, I went down and had a
12: drink and listened to them. They were great. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> they were playing Green Day, and I was a like, a ton of <laughs> '90s stuff.
7: When I yeah. got into my room, I thought that the uh, the balcony door was open <laughs> because of how loud the band was. Wow. And they were right on the other side of the balcony. So we'll see how it goes tonight. Um, and By the yeah.
0: way, they, Nick, they had the largest. That's the the screen behind it's like what we this gigantic video screen that lit up the entire night sky. Yeah, and I mean, we're right on the
7: Gulf of Mexico. It's absolutely beautiful. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. And, it's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, so um, Casey and, and Kathy are heading up to or are leaving here after the game today. But Steve, you and I and uh, Marissa and Kyle are heading back to the hotel tonight. So we'll see how
0: it goes. Well, Kathy and uh, uh, Casey are going to go spend uh, an evening in Bermuda. Right. And, uh, uh,
4: <laughs> no, Casey's doing an awesome thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're actually, uh, his, his daughter is in a play. Mm-hmm. Casey's flying back. Tonight, today, actually, right after we're done, and then flying back here tomorrow, yeah, so that we can do the uh, Universal trip.
1: Yeah, so uh, she is in uh, Seuss School of the Musical at uh, St. Pius uh, Great School in, in Broomall. So if anyone wants to go to a show tonight, uh, tickets are still available. But yeah, I wanted to, and luckily I got to press see her in a, a dress rehearsal on Sunday. So I do like to see them. And that was Twelve 12-
0: push- Circle Angry Men School.
1: <laughs> no, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, you want to see them more than once. So I was able to see the, the dress rehearsal on oh, Sunday. I'll be able to see her tonight. But uh, yeah, you know, like I, I would never be able to live with myself uh, had I not gone home and done this. But uh, yeah, I'm thank
0: coming. God, thank God it's Florida, and not we're, we're, we weren't doing this in Anchorage. I know, I know.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. But, but uh, we're getting excited for uh, the the second leg of this uh, Florida tour. Uh, which obviously is going to be uh, Universal on Monday, but we're gonna we're gonna officially do the park on uh, on Sunday and take in all those experiences. That way, we can share that with you when we go on the air on Monday, and then of course we start doing the trip giveaways.
0: Yeah, which that to give those away is going to be so cool. Five of them, full trip packages to Universal yep. uh, is amazing. I mean, yep. there's honestly there's. Um, I, you know, I used to bypass Florida for for years. This is, I think, I'd done it too much, and mm-hmm. but there's there is a lot to recommend, obviously, especially around this time of year to get down here. If you so, can.
1: Steve, tomorrow when I get back to Florida, I don't have like anywhere or anybody to be with. I. I'm going to see an alligator. I I am going. That is yeah. my
0: mission tomorrow. Are you going to, like, a, a particular alligator
1: I have no idea attraction. what I'm doing. Right. I'm just
4: going to see one. That's all I know. All right. That's, That's all have, he told me is yeah. he just knows that he is going to see an alligator. Oh, okay. You're, you're predicting. Our yeah. buddy, uh, John, high water. John Brazier, who's sitting right next to us, John saw
1: one yesterday What? <laughs> out on the golf course. How, how, big? how, how big was it, John?
9: Two of There's two of them. Yeah, grab no, the microphone. T- yeah. I never knew you were so shy,
6: John. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not shy at
9: all. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so I golfed yesterday with Mickey Morandini and Dickie Knowles. And and I, I was looking for alligators, too, because you have to. Yeah. if your ball goes anywhere near the water, yeah. which mine tends to find the water or near the water. Uh, but yes, on the last hole there's a big pond, uh, whatever it was, and uh, yes, there was two. I thought it was a fake alligator first, <laughs> and then because it just it was, put those well, It looked allergies. like a stick. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it starts moving. Then obviously you know, so uh, yeah, as long as you how have big a big, was it? Uh, probably bad ten feet. What yeah. a ten foot long alligator. 10 Foot, yeah. Wow, that's, that's sizable. Eight feet, yeah. something like that. I don't okay. Know.
4: <laughs> it's getting shorter.
9: It's getting yeah. <laughs> so, Casey. Are you just Are you just going to
4: go? <laughs> are you going to go wander lizard. the countryside or what? Uh, how are you going to do this? I have no idea. Can I, I recommend I don't, something? I, yes. Uh, buy a couple of canned
0: hams. Okay. Put them around your neck. Okay. And, and swim a few ponds. All right. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, I guarantee you. <laughs> If you were to spend some time... And there are actual facilities, as we say, that allow you to go out and you can see them from, like, a, a dock. And, and you know, they, they draw them in as
9: Nick said, yeah, with the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
7: Let me see. Yeah, yeah.
9: Right, <laughs> Case, we were going to... Uh, about five years ago, six years ago, I went with the Fanatic, best friend of the Fanatic, Tom Burgoyne. Yeah. We drove down 95, right? We made a little trip about uh, for coming down to spring training and we stopped in St Augustine. St Augustine has an alligator farm. There you go. And you can actually zip line around the farm above the alligators that are all, you know, hanging out on the uh-huh. wherever they're hanging out. So we were going to have the fanatic it, it met the weight requirements oh my God. that the fanatic was going to zip around oh. and unfortunately it rained all day. Oh. And we waited we waited we waited we waited next thing you know all we had to do is get videos of little alligators in the fanatic but, oh, that yes, but would you have should do awesome. that. St Augustine I don't want to
5: go to alligator farm. farm.
1: I I, I want to, uh, a farm is just, for me, it's a little too cheap. I need to, You want like, to see it in the wild. I want to yeah. see it in, I mean, even on a golf course, I would see it on a golf course, but mm-hmm. I don't want to go to a farm. You know, it's too zooy for me. Because right. I've seen all alligators right. at zoos, you know, it's just not the same. Zoos. Okay. Zoo. It actually kind of is, but it's all right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them in the wild, <laughs> but too. It's, but, but it's not. Okay, but it's not. They're it, it is, in the zoo, not. they're performers. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, listen. Are you guys okay? Because it is Friday. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to talk about specifically I think we're here, good. Uh, that the the connoisseur comes out oh, because I do oh. have some stories, some food related stories that I think are. It's time for the connoisseur, <laughs> definitely with a slightly different effect. Yes. Uh, so I, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up is that uh, Lunchables are about to become commonplace in school lunchrooms across the country. Really? Yeah, yeah.
5: I'm actually really surprised by that because. They're so healthy. No, they are not, and that's like kind of what they're known for.
4: Right. So they're they're actually going to tweak them a little bit because of that cat with a, with like a like narcotics. Oh, no, not with narcotics. Oh, when oh, you said, said tweak, I nutrition. thought. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You so, said tweak. I'm like. The do-it-yourself meal kit, beloved by generations of kids, is soon going to be a part of school lunch programs, uh, according to a spokesperson with Kraft Heinz. Uh, Lunchables have been sold in grocery stores since 1988. I was... Uh, Lunchables became
0: a thing in schools well after I had been out of school. So uh, the... Uh, are, are they were not... They were not all the rage, but I mean, there was a time there when Lunchables dominated. Oh, yeah, but, I,
4: when yeah. they hit, I thought it was great because I already liked, you know, cheese and crackers and 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 meat and stuff like that. Little little charcuterie yeah. type accoutrement, uh-huh. and then they made this little package thing, and I'm like, this is fantastic because I snack on this type of thing all the time.
5: There is like a healthy spinoff to it that I I tried to get one time for Jace, and he, he opened yeah. it up and he goes, "What the? F is- what is this? <laughs> he goes, I am not. <laughs> you <this.">
0: you <laughs> must you must think I'm an idiot."
1: Uh-huh. They have like grown-up Lunchables, do they not? Yeah, uh, they're called regular. I mean, food. Well,
5: it's called regular food. No, no, no. When you,
4: when you, uh, and and you see them at the uh, actually at the airport a lot in yeah. these uh, little convenience or the stores. Little lot. It's a little, you know, cheese yeah. and and uh, salami and and uh, cracker type of thing that you yeah. can buy, and I usually buy a bunch of those.
1: My kids, though, I mean, they haven't really been lunchable people in a little while, but when they were, they liked the pizza one, and I I, I thought
0: those sucked. So well, I, I agree what, with you. Oh. the concept to me was you're making a sushi pizza, yeah. like there's it's like with the raw ingredients, it's like that's not pizza. No, it's unless not. you're melting the cheese. Get out of here with
4: that. Uh, so the school administrators are currently able to purchase two top-selling Lunchables, which will be spe- uh, specifically made to meet federal nutrition standards. Uh, yeah, that's where it goes downhill. Well, no,
5: because yeah. there are st- uh, standards in the schools, yep. which they're continuing to try to improve.
4: By the way, uh, Kraft Heinz makes 39 different Lunchable meals. I had no idea there were that many that are available in grocery stores. They had the hot dogs, no. I never saw that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I remember seeing those. What, what is that? Not. Nachos and a variety of meat and cheese uh, cracker choices. Each kid, especially, uh, typically includes a main meal item, a dessert, uh, such as a candy bar and a
7: drink. Oh, I had the nachos one. And Steve, uh, my assessment of those are the same as the pizza. Like it's it's cold chips you that can't. are way too salty. Yeah, and then the uh, below average salsa. Don't yep.
0: insult my intelligence.
1: Um, I'm not, obviously not the person responsible for getting my children off to school in the morning, so I'm not making oh. packing lunches or anything like that. <laughs> But, uh, so a couple of weeks ago we were off, and I got my kids off to school. And I had to pack a lunch for my son. I clearly have no idea what he eats and how much he eats. I What did I, what did I tell you guys? What did I give him? You I, I, think I gave, him you a, gave
4: him a whole a bell whole
1: pepper. pepper. Well, I gave him, I think, a yogurt, a yogurt, a, a, a whole bell pepper, and there was something yeah. else. I know he likes peppers. <laughs> he didn't even slice it up <laughs> He eats it like... You should, now, in my defense... He eats it like an apple? He does eat peppers like an apple. He's, right. He is a weirdo, but like... Is it
7: just stuff you found in the fridge? Yes. Like,
1: I was given no... Thank you guidance whatsoever. It, this pack of lunch, and and
0: he gave me zero
1: You remember when,
0: when you were in school, you'd trade your bell pepper for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yep.
5: <laughs> oh, dude, your mom sent you with a bell pepper? Oh, I'll
4: trade
0: you with a
5: sandwich. So cool.
4: I used to actually like uh, swap the lunches and Oh, did like you do that? that? Yeah. yeah. I didn't mind that, but I didn't have a whole bell pepper <laughs> that I was swapping out. Oh, with no somewhere. one oh.
5: ever wanted my lunch.
4: What did oh, you God. Have? What did you usually bring?
0: <laughs> Mine was it was like, all healthy. It
5: was like peanut butter and jelly uh, oh. on whole wheat bread, and everyone was like, oh, God,
0: no. I would have gone for that. (laughs) Oh, man.
4: Uh, so, Kraft Heinz yet to release the specific nutritional details about the new Lunchables, but said that the products will be made with a specialized recipe that incorporates more protein and whole grains. Developed by the United States military. Offers an increased serving size and has reduced sodium and fat. So, they are going to try to tweak yeah, it, okay. Kath, and make it... Uh, <laughs> They're going to reduce it. With the standards. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, now, I'm curious what you guys think about this. So, a TikToker gave a behind-the-scenes glimpse at how fajitas sizzle at Mexican restaurants, and commentators revealed that their minds were blown by the
0: revelation. So where where, where are the most sizzling fajitas? Is it um, Chili's? Chili's? Yeah, yeah, I think Chili's has... They're known for their. But they kind of
4: yeah, but yeah. anywhere even, even places like Applebee's and Fridays, all those chain type places, they come they out almost, sizzling, right? Almost always do that, and you know you can hear it as as they come walking up, and and then yeah. of course it's like, ooh, look over there. Or, it used to be, I remember the early yeah. days when that was first part of a an introduction into restaurant cuisine, and you were like, oh, somebody ordered the the sizzling fajitas. So apparently, there's a little bit of a trick to it. And I didn't know this. It involves radiation. No. According to the caption, it says it was shot at a Mexican restaurant at Memorial City Mall in Houston, Texas. In the video, the creator holds up a plate of fajitas for a waiter who looks to be wearing a GoPro camera or some other similar device. From the waiter's point of view, we can see the creator... Pouring water out of a squeeze bottle onto the plate. Uh-huh. The water takes it in, oh. and then the steaming happens. Uh-huh. So so they had that, like, cast iron yeah, pan. that's super hot. It gets really, really hot, and then they put it on a piece of wood so nobody touches it, actually. This is
0: how we do it here. Watch this. <laughs> and you see what I'm doing here? And that, that's cat meat.
6: <laughs> oh, cat
0: meat. <laughs> yeah, don't tell no, Don't tell nobody. Dude. And then we use water and cat
4: meat. Uh but they they spray the water on there, and then you get the oh. then that yeah, steam yeah, yeah. coming up. You're, so, not, you're not recording this, are
6: you?
4: <laughs> so instead of it being the meat or the the vegetables, that it actually it's water. It's it's water and it's steam, and it's just to make a big ooh, It'll make you know, a yeah. clothes smell. Yeah. If you
0: want it to spark a little bit, use urine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? We're still yeah. recording? Yeah. We're, yeah. yeah. What you recording? Still, still recording? Yeah.
4: It's
6: not cat meat. <laughs>
4: uh they said for bigger. Clouds, uh, double stack the plates on the grill, and then use the bottom one when you're ready. What's your, a little hack.
0: Of all of the things that are are kind of performative at the show, I, I used to like, Preston, the... Um, the large steak knife Who, what place had the large steak knife in the ruby tuesday yeah. oh, yeah.
4: i think does the big steak like, knife like through excalibur. the excalibur yeah like ch- the 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 chop
0: steak version of excalibur
1: now uh, one thing that i did do one time and i'll never do it again is uh, you can you get like order kobe beef uh, and you can cook it on a hot rock it's usually at like a oh, japanese yeah. steakhouse or something it I mean, it does cook and it's fine, but it is totally not worth the price. You guys like you know, uh,
7: hibachi at all?
1: I do. Yeah, I've only like been to sometimes. hibachi yeah. twice. Yeah, we fun. go every now and then. And my daughter called it babachis. <laughs>
7: <laughs> uh, do you like it, Nick? I do. Yeah, yeah. And, and Steve, like to me, that's a bit of a show. Like, yeah, you know, you get Hello. Onion volcano and whatever, but it's it's always fun. Are you Benny H- Benny Hanna?
4: Yeah,
0: people you like that? They're the performance of the performance
4: But it's always show. it's it's pretty much the same jokes every time. They'll they'll uh, they'll roll an egg out. Yeah. They'll roll an egg out off of the the uh, the spatula and go, ooh, Japanese egg roll. <laughs> uh, honestly, seriously, out for
0: some cat meat. But they, no, but but there there are there are some stock jokes. There's yeah, also yeah. the
4: uh, the little squirting uh, pea guy, yep. uh, and then they do the volcano with the onion slices. Uh-huh. Uh, which I'm still a sucker I, for. They,
0: every time. Can, a, a, do, is, is, there a, is there a minimum amount of people... That you have to have seated around to get no. that, so it could be one person sitting I've, there. I've
4: walked in there with just me and Rochelle and one of the kids, yeah. and and they the chef will come out and do the whole presentation wow. and and, every, and everything. So, but I do like watching them uh, use the knives and how how they are. You know, they they clang it all around, clack clack clang clang, and they do the yeah. fl- flipping things around. Uh, but they are really skilled chefs. Yeah, uh, and it's pretty cool to watch them. So, all right, anyhow, uh, let's see what else we have here for you in the connoisseur. Uh, I had a number of things. That, all right, this is kind of interesting. Uh, Girl Scout cookies, obviously, yes. have been uh, selling as of late, and uh, B and G, the company, has teamed up with Girl Scouts to release a Girl Scouts Thin Mints seasoning blend. Well, all right, what's this? Now, at first, I was to like, be used for what? What? You? Yeah, that's what I was yeah. wondering. But actually, it kind of sounds pretty good. Pancakes, brownies, hot chocolate, yes. oatmeal, yes. and more.
0: All right, now listen, you can put this on cat meat. <laughs> you recording?
4: We're still recording,
0: bro. Never stop. <laughs>
6: uh,
0: okay, so <laughs> that, that sounds pretty good. On the yeah. sweet side, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what we had last put on ice yesterday, cream? K- Preston? What? We were driving back, Oh geez. and we were all eating Casey's M&M's <laughs> with uh, the, the cookie. Cookie. They it's
1: weren't horrible. as good as the other ones. What
0: were the other ones? Oh, those are pretty good.
1: Um, but you were talking about other ones. Oh, the were... brownies. No, the shrimp ones. Shrimp M and M's. Those are good. Those are really those are good. delicious. Casey
7: shared the uh, the peanut butter ones with me, which I do like. But I do, um, I think I like peanut just regular peanut M and M's better than the peanut. Oh, Okay, hey, then
4: M&Ms. give me those. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I, I, those. You know what? I I do like the peanut ones. I was yeah. surprised okay. because I was not a big fan of Reese's Pieces. I really did not care for them. These, yeah. I think. Uh, to use one of Casey's phrase, Reese's Pieces suck ass compared to this. I
0: uh, I, so. I know it's sacrilege, but I am not a massive Reese's Pieces or a Reese's oh. peanut butter cup fan. I, I, the the, the, the oh, faux America. peanut butter doesn't rock my world. Oh, I'm oh, I'm a fan fan. I said it.
4: <laughs> uh, but I, but I think if press <laughs>
0: the
4: peanut butter M Ms, I would still I would still Nick. Yeah, I would favor regular peanut M Ms. Yeah, they're, they're a classic. These are great. Yeah. These are these are classics. Yeah, yeah. Great. All right. Uh, here's another thing I want. I definitely wanted to mention this. This came out earlier in the week, but I saved it for the connoisseur. But maybe you guys saw this. A new lawsuit as a bone to pick with Buffalo Wild Wings. A Chicago man is suing the popular chain for false advertising, claiming that its boneless wings aren't really wings at all. So we're talking about this. We well, talked about this
0: yesterday, and I. And here's my point. I consider it a win because they're using, That's- I believe, chicken breast and i i don't i'm i don't particularly like the wing meat all that much wait uh, but
5: but aren't are they any different from any other restaurant that Serves boneless. I don't treatments? think they are. No, they're not uh, the same thing. They're, they're not scraping
0: the meat off of the wing and turning it into a meat into a boneless. Here's the
1: deal: nuggets. They can right. call it whatever they, they can call boneless buttholes if they want, and it's not actually buttholes. You know, like they can I, call it whatever they want. This guy has no case whatsoever. Well,
0: uh, you may, uh, no, uh, you know, you don't know, remember the guy who freaked out because or, or they they brought Subway. To uh, to court because the the footlong was eleven inches <laughs> and,
4: and you we know, can let me let me explain the uh, uh, the lawsuit right. and All maybe right. this will make sense to you. so uh, they said indeed the products are more akin in composition to a chicken nugget rather than a chicken wing. Uh, The nomenclature of boneless wings has long irked poultry purists. In 2020, Andrew Christensen of Lincoln, Nebraska, stirred the nation nation with an impassioned speech to a city council on the subject pleading that we, as a city, uh, uh, remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. Uh, In an Associated Press story last summer, or last month, uh, he called the boneless wing a culinary lie. I propose to you that we use cat meat of a category of gentle imposters that includes imitation crab meat and baby carrots, which are actually adult carrots whittled down to an adorable size. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes. Uh, And, in fact, some others have said this. So, anyhow, they're saying that I know while, Steve, you prefer breast. uh, Yeah, I do. Some people prefer
0: the wing. Yeah, so for me, it's a win. You know, But, but they, yeah. the whole concept, I mean, I never for a second thought that a boneless wing was comprised of b- yeah. wing meat that they surgically, with a scalpel, shear off and then make into its own unit. That, no, never bought it for a second. And
1: you know what? I actually thought that the wings, um, the drumstick, I,
4: I, I thought that was their legs. No.
6: It's, it's, a, it's penis. a part
4: of the wing. Yeah. Well, no, well, well, hang on. A, a drumstick is... Yeah uh is the leg the drummies you're
7: talking the wings drummies Mm -hmm. are wings well isn't that
1: false advertising if
0: you're eating a drumstick not a wing no 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 for wings
4: (laughs) for wings oh that i forgot anyway no, no 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 they don't call it a drumstick they call it a drummy Ah. and that is not the same thing as a drumstick. And even pe- some people, some uh, purists, will say, "Don't call it a drummy." It has nothing to do with the with the actual drumstick part of the. Uh, and then oh, Cool J says, "Don't call it a comeback." <laughs> uh, but but the drumstick <laughs> is the leg of the chicken.
5: Yeah. Uh, when but, you
1: order wings, you get the leg. What? I'm just saying. I'm going to sue. No, you don't. What? What are you doing? Have you been about? living a lie? What's up? When you order a wing, you don't get a leg. When you order wings, you get wings and. The drummies. The drummies
4: are a part of the
12: The wing. wing. They're not legs. Okay.
4: (laughs) I thought you just said that they were the leg. No, the drumstick is. Have okay. you ever There's seen? There's a difference between the drummy and the
1: Dressing. drumstick. Right, now
4: I'm following. Now I'm okay. All right.
1: All right. Oh, good. We a- a- need an a expert. A chicken leg is a
0: scrawny little yeah.
7: nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Denny Saywell was the drummer for Wings.
8: There you go. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I knew it. Did you Google that? Why don't we bring,
4: <laughs> Why don't we bring in an expert yeah, on the yeah, subject, yeah. ladies and gentlemen? I think we need an outside source here, and I think it's a perfect opportunity to bring in play-by-play broadcaster for the Phillies, Tom McCormick. Parsons. Hey!
8: hey. <laughs> What's up, Settled everybody? This argument. How you doing, Tom? I'm good. We That's have a, we have this uh, wing place by my house in Jersey. Uh, it's called Chuck's, and they have awesome. Boneless wings. I'm not a real boneless wing guy.
0: That's my. That's really my my preference. Is I know that's really? sacrilege. But I know these yeah. are.
8: They, they. I don't know what they do. They must have a really good surgeon to peel right. it off the bone. Yeah. Where in Jersey is it? It's uh, outside of Trenton. It's in uh, Hamilton. Okay. All right. All right. Because yeah.
1: there there's a few different places
8: in Jersey. Picolily is another great one. Jug Handle right. is another one. Jug Handle's Jug Handle. We used to go to um, when I was in college all the uh-huh. time. Uh, How many could you put away of uh, of uh, wings now? Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends on what I have the next couple of days. But <laughs> I mean, I can eat them like I can eat them like M and M's. Honestly, Jeez. I, I can.
5: Is that where you live out in Hamilton?
8: Yeah, yeah. I live uh, I live in Allentown, right by Great Adventure. Oh, so I've been there since I was in the minor leagues in Trenton. It's like we haven't we haven't moved. Like we're in this. Yeah, it's a good school district and you know, all that stuff. So. And a great amusement park. Right? And a greater amusement park, which I never <laughs> go minute. to anymore. Wait a
4: minute, is Trenton. Uh, do they have the dog? That's uh, the bat dog.
8: That's it. Yeah. 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 I want to see that in person. Oh, uh, it's day. pretty cool. Yeah. So, so the, the 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 one they have now. Well, they have two of them now. Okay. So the one. Uh, and I I don't think I'm getting this right, but it's the son of the the thought, veteran one that they oh, have. Okay. And uh, he's they're still they, they're still trying to get him. Into okay. the same rhythm as the others, but oh. I guess he's he's really he's beautiful. For
4: those who don't know, it's a dog who actually will yeah. pick up the bat and take it yeah. after after the batter's done, or does he bring it? No, he just takes he, he, he removes takes it, it,
8: brings it back to the uh, brings back to the dugout, yeah, okay. bring water out to the umpires and stuff like oh, that. That's but, so cool.
4: That's a great ballpark too, the Trenton Thunder's
7: ballpark, yeah, it's right awesome. on the river and uh, on like, Thunder Road. Yeah, yeah, it is on mm-hmm. Thunder Road. Yeah. I love minor league ball. I love this ballpark. You're right on top of the action for you, Tom. Going from Citizens Bank to a place like this,
8: you know, what's your perspective like? Well, this, this place is great. This is a lot like Lakewood's ballpark where the uh, Jersey Shore Blue Claws play. So they kind of uh, built it in sort of the same the vein. same way, yeah. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is awesome. I mean, the, the fact that it's been so crowded, too, this spring is even better. Obviously, it's a feeding off the, the National League Championship last year. So uh, I like it because, it, I mean, I was a minor league guy. I was in Trenton from 94 to 2000, uh, and I was the assistant GM there also. So I have a kind of an understanding of the, the working the inner workings of how – place like this goes and so when i get down here i think it's it's phenomenal
0: i think you can take the person who is not maybe a hardcore uh baseball junkie and expose them to this and this is how you would grow that that person into a hardcore baseball fan because this is a, a great way to experience it in a way you just don't get in the larger stadiums, no doubt, no yeah. doubt.
8: Plus, the, t- the tiki bar helps a
0: little. It does <laughs> yeah,
8: yeah, yeah, yes, I, it does.
5: Yeah. I'm so excited because the Savannah Bananas are going. They're going to be in Trenton this summer, and I'm going to the game.
8: Well, see, that, they are. That's that's an. Um, they're an unbelievable. They're like the Harlem Globetrotters of yeah. the baseball. Yeah. They're basically. awesome. Oh, are they? I started
4: following them on on social last year. Yeah, I'm like, all right, putting some real. I mean, not the baseball isn't fun, but they're adding a, a lot of really good times and. Unique things. It's crazy.
8: Yeah. It's that, that's that's the essence of what minor league baseball is still right, but used to be in a big, big way. Here's
1: right. the deal. I understand that the the players probably because they're young and 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 but baseball coaches in my life. They have always been like no nonsense, and I want to know how the managers
8: actually feel about this stuff. Well, for for, for that, for yeah. the Savannah Bananas, I think he's got to be all in. I mean, because he, he's probably making a pretty good amount of money being yeah, yeah. the manager of that team. Yeah. I mean, I think he's got to have a little uh, little screw loose too in yeah. order to do it. Like it's.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I want to work. Uh, ask you about uh, working year round, Tom, because you do. Uh, you know, you do fills obviously in the summer, in the spring, and the fall. But uh, were you doing college basketball?
8: Uh, a couple weekends ago, I was in Dayton the, uh, the last couple of days for the first four on TV.
7: Okay, yeah, and. Uh, yeah. and any March Madness games coming up for you?
8: Uh, so that was... The, that. I was supposed to be in Columbus this weekend, I, but I we have two Phillies games. I just didn't feel like... Uh, I didn't really want to miss the two games. I mean, I know it's only spring training. Right. But next week, I'm going to Louisville. I'm doing those games on radio. Wow. So the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. And really? how many NFL games do you do a year? Um, I don't do as many as I used to. So I used to do a, a football game every week, whether it be college or the NFL, as, as I've gotten older. Uh, I do college when I was younger than the NFL as I've, I've gotten older. So now I, I do probably about four NFL games Games on CBS, maybe two or three on Westwood One, uh, and then I'll do a bunch of college games on CBS too. What's what?
5: the sorry? What's the? Um, I don't want to say your favorite, but what's like more difficult? What's a little easier? I
8: think I think football on TV is the is the biggest animal that I ever have tackled. I mean, it, it's just and college is even harder than the NFL because there's so many more players. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's that's the biggest thing. I mean, I, that's that's, that's the biggest. You have thing.
0: to you have to paint the picture, and there are a lot of lulls. And well, uh, do you that, do yeah. you often? Will you occasionally break? into a song to kill the time. <laughs> the I think
8: it depends on what the, what the score of the game is and whether I know my boss is listening or not. I'm reminded about the great Gino <laughs> Vanellis. <laughs> that's got to be
4: tough and I think it's why and I, and I know that football for most people it's it's their number one as far yeah. as uh, uh, their favorite sport goes actually on the bottom of the list for me personally because there's like a thousand people on the team and I, I have a hard you. time keeping up, man. I,
8: I'm telling you and with college you mix in the fact that they can wear like there's duplicate numbers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there'd be a guy running back a kick, and I'd be like, "I think it's this guy, but it might be this guy." Yeah, you know, baseball's still my favorite. Though I mean, I, you know, because I played it my whole life, and my boys both play it in college. I have one that's still playing minor league baseball. Uh, my other my other son's now a Mets broadcaster, so it's been part of our life for you know, for so long. Well,
4: and and as far as, and, and me personally, I, I grew up in the St. Louis area, so I grew up listening to Jack Buck uh, call games on KMOX, and, and uh, there's something soothing about that pentameter oh, of, of, of a baseball broadcaster. Uh, it's, it's very, I don't know, it's just something really uh, comforting
8: to hear, you know? It's like, it's rhythmic in some yeah. ways. I mean, it's, uh, you know, for me, I'm a radio guy who's basically evolved into a TV guy. Um, I still look like I should be on radio <laughs> and not TV, but um, you know, but I like the difference, the nuances of both. I really do. So when I get a chance to go back and do, you know, whether it be football or baseball or uh, basketball on the radio, it takes me a little bit of time to get adjusted again. Right. But man, I, I do love the ability to paint the picture. Do
1: you have time to be a fan at
8: all? Uh, that's a good question. I, I I am a fan of of this team. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up. I grew up a Mets fan, uh, and people always say, "Well, how did you lose that fandom?" And I said, "Well, they're the Mets." They're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, "Well, the, I said I do get paid by the Phillies." Yeah. I said, yeah. So that's the first thing <laughs> that helps. But I really do. I've always. I just enjoy being around this bunch, like yeah. this group. It's, it's not always that way, but that's that's the way of being a fan for me nowadays. It, it,
0: it's growing up in New York. It was weird because I've said this many times on the show. It was never. It was all within the state. You you were a Mets fan and hated the Yankees. You, yeah. were, you were a Giants fan and hated the Jets. And that that was the big thing. And that was that really motivated a lot of the rivalry oh, no that you dealt
8: with. I was a Mets fan because everybody in my family were Yankee fans. Right, so I was right. just trying to, I needed some, I mean, it didn't really work because the Mets never won. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> but I, <laughs> needed, I needed a way yeah. to needle them more <laughs> than anything else.
7: <laughs> we are so lucky in Philadelphia to have great broadcast teams, uh, yourself included, Tom. And, and uh, I love listening to you and Crockett when it's Different versions. I enjoy that as well. But my fiance and I play a game every time we watch a Phils game at home. Is uh, at, at, wit, at which inning in the game will either Tom McCarthy or John Cruck mention food? <laughs> and <laughs> it's normally it's normally Cruck. It, it is normally crushed, but,
8: uh, <laughs> but but my figure dictates that it would be me. <laughs> well, when boneless wings come up, well, yeah. that now I mean, I've been thinking about that since you guys started talking. about it. <laughs> But it's often by the third inning, sometimes yeah.
7: fourth or fifth, we can handicap it. Um, but we're so lucky in Philadelphia to have a ballpark with great food. Do you have a do you have a favorite in the ballpark of the uh, there, There's have? this
8: burger out in uh, Boardwalk Eats. Okay. Uh, it's it's I mean, not many people like it. it's the peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. One, oh my um, god, it is so. So good! Uh, I love the fact that Manko Mankos is there now. Yeah, yeah I'm a Manko Mankos. That this- is.
0: That peanut butter and jelly burger, I think uh, the first time I encountered it was from uh, Lucky's in maniunk and, oh my gosh, uh, and this that, thing is really that good. won the burger brawl that year,
4: so yeah, hey Tom, I wanted to double back a second what you what you said about being a fan of this team and uh you know we were talking to uh, Reese earlier and uh, and Brandon Marsh came by as well and it it from from what I can perceive as someone who watches the games and and sees a little bit about what's going on, especially last season, it seems like it's I, I don't want to say there aren't any egos because you get a group of people together. There's always an ego or two here and there. But it seems really low on that side of things with this group of guys to me personally.
8: I would I would agree with that. I think a lot of it is dictated by the manager. You know, he has no ego at all <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. in a good way. You know, yeah. he's just he, – he's remarkable. I, I, I said to Reese a couple weeks ago, we were playing golf, and I said, did we, did we win the lottery yeah. with yeah. this guy? I mean, we, we did because – He was the bench coach and was going to retire. Nobody even had given him more than the Yankees interviewing him when Joe Girardi got fired there. A, a glimmer of an opportunity to be a major league manager, and we have absolutely won the lottery. And I think he's he dictates a lot of that. Okay,
1: you said you were playing golf with Reese. And I'm just wondering if um, if getting to know the players on a personal uh, level is something that is um, encouraged, so that when you guys are broadcasting, absolutely. okay, yeah, absolutely. I, I, so you do get to spend some personal time with
8: the players. Yeah, and, and I we do I do a lot of stuff with Reese uh, for the cha- for charity. Right, I mean, right, he, has, right he does yeah. so much stuff. So I'm usually there emceeing it, and I like doing that because then it gives me an opportunity to see them at a different level and they see me at a different level. It's not the guy, not the announcer, just, you know, a guy.
1: Can you talk about um, Bryce Harper and what kind of person he is? Because I, listen, I've been following Bryce Harper since he was 16 years old. He's on the cover mm-hmm. of uh, Sports Illustrated, and you know, you knew this kid was going to—he was a phenom. And uh, but we, you know, he's playing for the Nationals, and you just had this—I had this idea of
8: what he and who he was. You thought he was a punk. I did. Yeah, I did, <laughs> and I was wrong. I was uh, wrong, we all were. like a thousand
1: percent wrong.
8: Yeah, we all were. I, I, I think um, you know, obviously, we all have perceptions of people that we develop just by from a distance. Mm-hmm. But I remember one day he he's in Washington. I was, I was going in their dugout. I, I had to talk to their manager about something and he was at the bat rack and I yeah. introduced myself and I walked away from that conversation saying, man, I am way wrong about this dude. Yeah. And then when he came here, <laughs> I, I think it's even, it's more evident that he's not, well, he's growing up, yeah. but he's not the guy that we all thought he was. Well, he's it, way better.
1: He's, he is the guy that we all thought he was in, in, uh, in, in these terms. Uh, he was playing for the Nationals. It was a Sunday afternoon game. Uh, the fills were up, and I think we had him down 0-2 in the count, and the bases were loaded, and they grooved him a pitch, and he hit it out of the park to <laughs> walk off Grand Slam, and I'm yelling at the TV. I'm like, why did you do that? Like, it's Bryce Harper. Why did you put the ball there? That's Bryce would
8: Harper. It would have been great if they yelled back at you. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Tom, I was there for uh, a bunch of games in the postseason. I was really lucky to be in the building, and um, uh, the Bryce Harper moment, uh, against the Padres, uh, it, it almost still to this day seems like um, it was manufactured. They, they, I, I can't believe it actually happened for my team totally agree. in our city. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> bottom of the eighth inning, they had given up the lead. They'd been up in the game and then they gave up the lead. The rain was coming down. And uh, talking about like pitching Casey, like they pitched him down a few times and he fouled a few off, but that home run was purely magical.
8: It was it was it was out of a movie. I mean, it really was. And all these people that are so much more creative than I am that have come up with these videos with music. Right. I mean, they are awesome. I've watched so many of them. It, it's just you know it's the match it's the magical part of baseball. You know, th- there's just something about that moment. Would
0: you like to celebrate those moments with uh, TikTok dance videos? <laughs> What
8: what do I have to wear?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no. We we were talking about the impact those moments do have and and asking these guys, the the players, I mean, that they generate moments that will live generationally as people recount those stories. No doubt. What an amazing thing.
8: It it is amazing. And and to think about it even now, I get chills. I mean, just thinking about that and and Reese's home run where he spiked the bat. and. Stuff like that. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's incredible to, 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 to think about what that moment's going to be 20 years from now. It's Kind of like Brad Lidge striking out Arakinski for the World Championship. It's that kind of a yeah, moment. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, uh, I just... The the guys from San Diego that sang that really horrible song they were like, <laughs> Bryce is gonna lose." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was great. Hey, real quick, uh, the person that's standing behind you is that somebody that works for the organization, or is that this an is offspring?
8: A, that is an offspring. It's my youngest daughter, oh. Carrie. Oh. Came spring break. She uh, she goes to the college in New Jersey. Nice. So. In fact, all the McCarthys went to the college of New I'm Jersey. Kidding. They should actually rename it the McCarthy <laughs> University. Well, they did rename it. it used to be called they, Trenton State They did State. actually rename it. When I was there, it was Trenton State College. Yeah. Yep.
4: By the way, uh, Tom, I don't know, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned the Lidge moment. I, I don't know if Tom's ever heard that
8: that very special moment
4: that we oh, have. Oh, you, oh. You, All right, so added, Tom. Uh, oh, I don't know if I have the, the I have one of them. All right. Okay.
7: If, if not, maybe Jason can pull it up on the Vox Pro back in the uh, station. So, Tom, uh, lifelong Phils fan. Um, and in 2008, uh, the Phillies hadn't been in the World Series since 93, of course, and no championships in Philadelphia in the four majors since the 83 Sixers. So, Tom. Uh, 25 years and 100 seasons of professional sports with zero championships and I was recording uh my thoughts and my reactions from um Chickies and, Chickies Peets. and Pete's yeah and when we have audio of it or we should have audio. he's got I have
0: the second part if you don't have it uh, yeah I only have yeah. just the the, right, the, the money shot really. this was the moment. They did
4: it! <laughs> <laughs> and then yes
8: and we have been using. You're a little that. overmodulated. <laughs> that's what made it. Great. And overserved. Actually, it was that loud. It was a moment, man. And it was s- a moment.
7: Steve hit the nail on the head. These things are generational. They live with you forever. I mean, that sound clip it was. That's exactly how I felt at that moment. And uh, and Preston referenced this earlier. Like it, it really. Almost, almost doesn't matter to me that the Phillies didn't win the World Series last year because I had so yes. much fun in that it was
8: that, that was unbelievable. Man, was the, the, the crowds were – somebody asked me, were the crowds better than they were in 08? And I was like, yeah, they're pretty loud in 08. I thought it was louder. But then somebody said, you, you just you just don't remember. Yeah. Because it, it's been so long. But, man, it was really loud. But it was really, really loud. Well, wanna,
0: yeah, the, the thing about remembering what it's like to feel that way, um, I think that generates the – Maybe not that players are not delivering all that they can deliver, but there's a little bit of a, an additional boost, maybe afterburner. That oh, it's that's what it's like to be in a city yes. where we're delivering.
8: Well, our city, it's remarkable um, just how reactive they are. I mean, yeah. It really is. It's just they are they are they are the most reactive city in a good way in the country. Like they just they lifted they lifted those players up last yeah. year and the same thing with the eagles
1: you know what's interesting about this city is uh that they're always watching right so oh he, they're always watching they're always watching so when something good does happen and you know like the phils you know that unexpectedly you know ended up making that run and making the playoffs you know people were dialed in uh, and maybe the attendance might have been down but it's not People are still paying attention. Yeah.
0: You know, like like Santa Claus.
1: It, well, yeah, they're always watching. They know if you are sleeping. And, you know, <laughs> they know if you're hitting home runs and if you're not. They but know. Like, yeah. Uh, so uh, I we have such a great history with Santa
6: Claus in the city. <laughs> <laughs> that well, wasn't brought it, up every Oh, he's every always time. watching. It's yeah. brought
8: up every time. It, it, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. It, uh, and I, we we always talk about it in the room. Uh, Greg Murphy, um, who was you know born uh, in Philly and grew up in South Jersey, <laughs> it drives him. Absolutely bonkers mm-hmm. when people bring that up. Oh, and we, it is silly that they bring it up. All we the time.
0: were being inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, right? So we're there, National Radio Hall of Fame, and who brought it up? I think Jonathan host, and and you hear you hear Nick go, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's,
8: it's such
7: to borrow a
0: phrase. It's such
7: low hanging fruit. It's so it's uh-huh. awful. Yeah.
8: It, it, it's it's just a, it's just a clip to bring up. Uh, yeah it's lazy it, it's it's lazy i I totally agree with you and you know every time something happens in another city, yeah I'm like, all right, come on. Is, is somebody going to bring that up yeah. 20 years from now? You know what we need to do? We
4: need to overshadow that. We need to dress somebody up as Jesus. Yeah. And do it that time. And I think that will and finally, they'll stop. talk about that <laughs> instead That's of Santa Claus. Blessings. Blessings. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, Tom, it was great to see you. Thank you for yeah, stopping by for this morning. Yeah, I appreciate it. And we're it. excited to be back here doing our show. It's been a couple of years, but uh, this is wonderful. Today's going to be fantastic. St. Patrick's Day, spring training.
8: A lot of, a lot of people Enjoying Saint Patrick's Day. You and your, <laughs> you and your daughter are going to
4: get hammered today.
8: Uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, somebody's got to drive. Though. That's somebody's on
1: spring break. Why are you even awake before noon on spring
8: break? <laughs> well, I told her she didn't have to come. And t- she could take an Uber over if she wanted to. She didn't. You know. That's cool though. Yeah. It's
4: good. All right. Thanks, Tom. Good to yeah, see thank you. Thank you, guys. Tom McCarthy, guys. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We got some B file stories. We'll share that in a bit. Stay put. We're live in Clearwater.
3: The President Steve D- Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
4: Why don't we do a Bizarre File right now?
3: No. WMMR
4: presents Dizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by J-Dog. Junk removal and J-Dog carpet cleaning. Uh, got junk? Want it gone? Got floors? Want them clean? Call J Dog Junk Removal and J Dog Carpet Cleaning. Veteran, owned and operated. Started right here in southeastern Pennsylvania. Call 844 Get J Dog or visit JDog.com. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to start with this a foot found near Beaver Lake in Benton County that was suspected to be human has been identified as a barefoot. A barefoot? Yes. Wow. The foot was brought to a fire station, was initially uh, reported by officials as resembling a human foot, but it's a barefoot. I'm missing a foot. (laughs) Uh, Lieutenant Jenkins said that the foot was found by a dog, and it was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Later, brought the barefoot was found by a dog, and everyone yes. thought it was a human foot. To a fire station, and uh, by the dog's owners, remains were turned over to the BCSO. I'm not sure what that is. Benton County, something the, other. Office of uh, the, <laughs> the office of bare feet. The <laughs> office <laughs> of bare feet. They conv- sheriff's office. <laughs> sheriff's office. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. You. yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, barefoot. They conducted an investigation. Search and rescue t- uh, team searched the area for the foot. Believed to be found, the foot was described by officials as very deteriori- de- deteriorated and basically bone. So, did you did you see it? Does it really resemble a, a I did a not human foot? Get a look at it. I but think it. a
0: bare foot would be structurally very different than a human foot.
4: I thought it was kind of fun because if you don't wear a shoe, then you You're indeed have, have a bare, bare foot. Feet. Yeah. So there you go. A man fatally shot Saturday morning in his bed at a long-term care facility. Jeez. Was recovering from gunshot wounds suffered in a drive by shooting last September in Oakland that left another man dead. So people came into this place and, and shot, him shot and killed. At a him. care facility. I mean, what, that's.
5: The like- same people?
4: Well, had to they don't know, but I guess it has to be, Kat. It's like straight out of a movie. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Like, oh, uh, uh, we, did, we didn't do the job right, send somebody in.
4: Yep, so the man killed uh, was identified as Paris. Moffat investigators have not proven a motive for the killing and are, not, are trying to determine if the two killings are related. No one has been arrested in the original shooting in September. Uh, Moffat, who was partially paralyzed from the shooting, was killed at about uh, one a.m. on Saturday this in his room. This is the worst care center ever. By two men who <laughs> shot him multiple times. No staff member. I'm still waiting on my pudding. Or other patients at the 53 bed skilled nursing uh, facility were injured, and the other shooters escaped before police arrived. Man, that's horrible. Uh, he was 23. He wasn't an elderly person.
0: Oh, so he was. He was shot. So what,
4: what, what was what was he doing in there to begin with? He was shot from
0: oh.
5: the shooting. He was being uh, did, for oh. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And so Casey, that finishing the job thing, might hold water. Yeah. yeah so maybe uh, they're the owners of the original Barefoot. So
4: <laughs> Moffat had previously stayed, previous stays at two other hospitals since he was shot multiple times September eighth. Although his name was not released at the time, police said the man identified as Dominic Miles had just left a wake held at a hall in the area for a person that they both knew. Uh, he was sitting in a vehicle, and uh, somebody came along and shot him and killed the friend that was with him, and he got put into this care facility and had been there for months, and then somebody came back, and I guess geez. finished his job. It's pretty wild. You very rarely hear of something like that, but it is a movie thing that you definitely see from time to time. Uh, let's see. So a Vancouver man is trying to figure out how he managed to get into someone else's Tesla recently and drive off using the app on his own phone. Rosesh Randev said that he thought that he was getting into his own Tesla on Tuesday as the car was the same make and the same color. Uh, he said he opened the door with his app, got in, and drove off. And it wasn't until he was driving that he realized something wasn't quite right. Uh, when he went to uh, pick up the car... There were two Teslas parked side by side. He said that uh, he was in a hurry and he had to pick up his children from school, so he thought that he had unlocked and jumped into his own car.
6: You have stolen this
4: vehicle? He said, I was able to get access, <laughs> a hold of that person's car, but while I started driving, I realized that there was a crack on the windshield. So he called his wife to ask why, and she didn't know, and he noticed his charger was not where he usually had it. Wow. He said after five or ten minutes, he got a text on his phone that said, Hey, Rajesh, are you driving a Tesla? Bro. (laughs) And he said the person who messaged him told him that he was driving the wrong Tesla. Wow. And it was only after he parked that he noticed the wheels were different than his car. He then called the person who messaged him and realized that that he had taken their Tesla. (laughs) However, he was able to get into the car again... Uh, drive it and pick up his children from school. And the two met up to set things right. And he doesn't know how it happened. He said the other Tesla driver told him that he was able to get his number because he had it printed out on a document, which was in his car and had his phone number on it. So the guy that's, just called him. That's pretty crazy. I mean, you've heard yeah. stories sometimes of people getting in the wrong car. The uh, The
0: fob works for another car. But I thought... They'd be a little bit more secure.
4: Yeah, Rednev uh, says that he reached out to Tesla with the video evidence, but as some uh, has had some emails bounce back, and no one has contacted him about that yet. So wow! Far. Uh, speaking of cars, this was pretty wild, and I saw the video of this. It took less than one minute for a crew of car thieves to make off with six hundred thousand dollars in Hellcats. Uh, Yes. The the theft showed the drawbacks of selling very fast vehicles. Raw footage of the theft in Somerset, Kentucky, shows what looks like a pretty professional in-and-out job. The thieves made off with six brand new Hellcats. Four of them were in the showroom, uh, on the showroom floor. Two from the dealer's lot, and they did it in forty seconds.
0: The the, the footage is pretty wild. They are clearly a practice yeah. team. Yeah, oh, wow. they
4: run in. Yeah, uh, they're they're all masked up and everything. And you see them switch out the uh, the the license plates. Yep, yep. And they get in the cars, and all three of them drive off at the exact same time. Wow. Uh, yeah, so the manager, uh, Adam Bryant, said he believes that theft was an inside job. He said they came in through the rear garage door. They had some kind of an idea how a security system worked it looked like. He believes that it took at least uh, seven people 40 seconds to drive off with all six of them. He said then they were gone. Once they tripped the alarm, it takes 60 seconds before it starts alerting, and they were gone in 20 seconds before the alarm started to go off. Uh, the response time by the police was good. It was three minutes, but these guys knew what they yeah. were doing.
6: Yeah. Wow. They
0: did
4: it! He did wow. indeed do it. Get how loud that is. Uh, five of the cars were recovered almost immediately, with one in a neighborhood, neighboring town and several uh, as far as away as different states. Uh, at least one vehicle was a total loss, and two were heavily damaged. Each Hellcat retails for about $95,000. So it was a pretty unbelievable job that they did. All right, one more story, and then we will wrap it. Up uh let's see we are going with I want to end on a decent one here. All right, so uh West Virginia police said that a school bus driver who admitted uh, that he drank 6 beers that day <laughs> has been charged after witnesses reported him driving the bus erratically while taking kids home from school. Shut up back there. Uh Casey Dodrill was charged with DUI. Police said that a teacher's aide said that she was on a bus route with Dodrill as he made his daily rounds taking children home. the Drill is de drunk. The, <laughs> hmm. the teacher said that uh, she saw Dr de Drill 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 almost cause a crash and run off the road and almost didn't recover. Uh, uh court record said De Drill cursed repeatedly and <laughs> said, <laughs> said he had a lot on his mind. Uh, the admitted you know, the drill, <laughs> drill. He had a lot on his yeah.
6: mind.
4: I de know, de th- thinks I- you're <laughs> ducking dastards. I know the de drill. The drill admitted that he had been de drinking that day, <laughs> and I'm de drunk, and, and he failed all three standard sobriety tests. He got at the DUI. And <laughs> And that's all I have in the bizarre file for you. Uh, yeah, I just
1: wanted to make a note. I wasn't too far off with uh, snakes being called snuppies, uh, baby snakes. Oh, stop it. Uh, no, they're not snittens or snuppies, but they are snakelets. Like, Snakelets. Yeah, like
0: piglets. Uh I did not know Snakelets. that. Snakelets. But huh. not snuppies. They're not snuppies. They're not even remotely close to snuppies. <laughs>
4: All right, and that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to send you to Universal Orlando Resort starting on Monday. Listen through the week, every day. At 8 a.m. for the Preston and Steve Photo Hunt Challenge. It'll be weekday, next weekday mornings. You can get the clue on the air. Nice. Then check out the photo gallery at WMMR.com. Be the correct number caller later in the show and correctly identify the photo and answer from that morning's clue. And you can win a trip for two to Universal Orlando Resorts with flights provided by Spirit. More information is available at WMMR.com. Our next live broadcast will be on Monday from that very place, Universal Orlando orlando resort
0: can't believe it can't wait for that we've been waiting for this for years years and years and the
4: fact that the payoff
0: is giving away these uh these vacations yep sensational
4: all right so we're going to take a break we'll come back in a second and we'll see if you've been listening we'll do the lesson question the trash the music news and more hang out with us why don't you
3: who's playing where when Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com.
4: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh,
1: on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com.
4: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston and Steve Show Live broadcast in Clearwater, Florida. It is 1022 on this Friday, St. Patrick's Day morning. We're at the ballpark. We got sunshine. We got uh, just a, a more a morning that's been fantastic so far, leading into a day that's going to be spectacular. Doors don't open here until 11 o'clock. Uh, we're expecting a big rush of people on this St. Patrick's Day. Obviously, a big sought. Saw- after ticket oh my god yeah uh for this event and we've had a, a great time so far but uh, i want to move along because we do have to get casey off to a flight he's got to hit the road uh but we'll be back uh for our live broadcast from uh, universal orlando resorts uh starting on monday but uh in the meantime we need to do sorry,
6: right, we have to move on
4: exactly uh, lesson question and we're going to give away uh, a pair of tickets see cats uh actually it says today at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. So I guess this will be for the show tonight. You'll get, you'll get tickets. So, Nick, what's our question for today? Which family actually rules on E.T.'s home planet? <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer there. Which Which family actually rules on E.T.'s home planet? Uh, if you were listening, that was from much earlier this morning. Call now. 215 263 What's that? I said God bless you. Oh, uh, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll see if you can get through and uh, be our winner. In the meantime, we will do the trash. Let's do it. The trash business is a gold
3: mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood
4: Trash. Brought to you by Cherry Roofing and Siding. You can get 0% financing and a free estimate when you book at cherryroofingandsiding.com. Since 1975, they've been proving, providing service with a cherry on top. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have filed legal documents to change their
0: son Wolf Sage's name to Air Webster. Both Jenner and Scott explained, saying, the original name just wasn't stupid. Stupid enough. Hey! A Family Feud contestant, this is pretty wild, named Timothy Blythnik, who was arrested Monday for murdering his wife, once appeared as a contestant on Family Feud, where he said um that when he said saying I do was a huge mistake. Later in that episode, Blythnik responded to things you find in a circus by responding, I totally want to murder my wife. <laughs> Yes, and finally Press you brought this up. Buffalo Wild Wings facing a lawsuit from a disgruntled customer named Ami Hallam, who claims the boneless wings they serve are actually just chicken nuggets made from breast meat. Hallam was also suing Nathan's at Coney Island, pointing out that they are not actually dogs. <laughs> and that's it. Hollywood trash.
4: All right, we are gonna go to the phone and see if we can get an answer to this, and we need to find out what uh, what family actually rules. On ET's home planet, and I'm trying to see my screen. Who's here. it gonna be? All right, here we go. It's Devin. I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, the the glare is hard to see on the screen here. So we're gonna go to Devin. See if we can get an answer. Hey Devin, good morning. Hey, the Phillies. Yeah. yeah, go yeah. fools All right, do me a favor, okay. Devin. Tell me what family on ET's planet actually rules. That would be the Vanderpumps. The Vanderpumps <laughs> yeah.
6: rule. Yeah.
4: You got it, Devin. Hey, And we are going to set you up, bud. You just got some tickets to go see Cats tonight, by the way, at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. And they are playing through Sunday, or the show is playing through Sunday. Uh, Tickets and info available at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. Let us do the music news, please. Uh, Preston and
3: Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
4: Brought to you by Sequoia Outback, making backyards beautiful all over the Delaware Valley for over 25 years. Stop in for their annual Spring and Sequoia sale. It's going on now, Route 309 in Hatfield or at DeckSupplies.com. Uh, beginning this fall, Maneskin is going to be playing arenas in North, uh, South, uh, North and South America, Japan, Europe, UK, and Ireland, and Australia. It is their world tour. Uh, I don't have any dates as of now or when they go on sale. I just saw the fact that they announced... Uh, the fact that they will be doing a world tour. So when we get more information, I will the pass band to band seems to be coming into their own. Yeah, I like those guys. Def Leopard drummer Rick Allen was violently attacked this past weekend outside of the Four Seasons Hotel Jeez. in Boy. Fort Lauderdale. Wow. Uh, Allen was reportedly smoking outside when uh, someone rushed him. It says when Hartley rushed him. Hartley? That son of a bitch. And knocked him to the ground. 19-year-old Max Edward Hartley was arrested in the incident. A police report confirmed that Allen hit his head on the ground causing injury and that a woman attempted to help but was attacked by Hartley multiple times and uh, dragged by the hair. Seems like it was just a random choice. Yeah, Hartley reportedly fled the scene but was arrested after being caught breaking car windows near the hotel. He was brought into the jail and was charged with two counts of battery, four counts of criminal mischief, and abusing an elderly or disabled adult. Disabled because he has one arm. Right. Uh, Interesting. Uh, So hopefully he's doing all right. Uh, The Sun has reported that Ozzy Osbourne could be coming out of retirement Uh and hitting the stage even if he has to be in a wheelchair. All right? Ozzy uh, announced his retirement uh, not too long ago, and now sources claim that he's upset about not being able to perform live and wants to return to the stage. A friend of Ozzy said Ozzy's refuging, refusing to give up and uh, is, has his hopes on uh, getting on stage uh, despite the statement last month. He has declared that I'm going to effing get back on stage, but he still has issues with his balance and cannot stand unaided for long periods of time. On his legs. But this person is claiming that he wants to get out. And
11: are, you, are you ready
4: to ride a Jersey scooter? I don't know if it'll happen or not. Uh, during a recent interview, Wolfgang Van Halen has opened up about the Sammy Hagar era of Van Halen not receiving the respect that it deserves. That's that's good. I'm he's sticking up for him. I agree. Uh, Wolfgang explained uh, that era of Van Halen doesn't get any respect. I don't think there's a lot of amazing songs and just obviously brilliant guitar playing on a lot of that. Uh, actually on all that stuff, and I think that people don't give it a chance because they fall into that just exhausting, this singer is better, that singer is better crap. When it's like, just give it a chance, there's some really good stuff in there. Uh, Separately, when asked about his involvement with reissuing vinyls, he said uh, Alex is, obviously, he's the head honcho when it comes to making the decisions. Obviously, I default to him uh, on anything that he thinks is the right thing to do, but when it comes to decision-making, or at least just helping out, yeah... I am that sort that would have uh, that would have been my dad's vote for the stuff there with Al. Uh, so Al and I are kind of on that team. He says. All right, and then one last story, and then we'll wrap it up. The Cures, Robert Smith seems to have convinced Ticketmaster. To refund their high-priced fees for the band's fans after calling the company out earlier this week on social media. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's since tweeted, After further conversation, Ticketmaster have agreed with us that many of the fees being charged are unduly high and, as a gesture of goodwill, have offered a $10 per ticket refund to all verified fan accounts for lowest ticket price transactions and a $5 per ticket refund to all verified fan accounts for all other ticket price transactions for all Cure shows at all venues. Good for the Cure. They're coming to the Wells Fargo, right? Yep. Smith also said that uh, refunds would automatically process for fans who already purchased tickets, while future purchases would incur lower fees. So he's going after that. Yes. I think that's uh, really cool of him. It it is very cool. Yep. And that's the last item. That's it in music news, friends. So we're going to take another quick break. We're going to come back in a moment. We will give away our Word of the Week prize. We'll hand it over to Pierre, and then we'll get ready for our next stop in Florida as we broadcast live now from Clearwater next week from Orlando. But we'll return in just a moment. Hang out with us. 93.3 WMMR welcomes Muse and
12: Evanescence. In concert this Sunday, some tickets remain at Wells Fargo Center Philly.com or the box office. Prepare for a night filled with great songs. And experience Muse's incredible sound, light, and visual presentation that'll remind you why you go to concerts at the Big Joint. Stay tuned to MMR for updates and our pre-concert warm-up, an hour-long block of both bands starting at 6 p.m. News,
4: essence and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Preston and Steve show, FLA. We are sitting here in the sunshine left field so at good. the ballpark. It feels fantastic. Nice little breeze. The breeze finally feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it was not so much before. With a little bit of cloud covered the breeze, it would get chilly. Yeah, but it's fantastic right oh, about yeah. now. Only going up to about 62 degrees back home. Cloudy skies. We're going to be kind of, eh. Uh, and then tomorrow, high fifty-three, partly cloudy. Uh, Sunday, even cooler, high forty-three. Uh, by the time Monday rolls around, will be fifty-three degrees, and then we'll be in uh, Orlando. Yes, broadcasting live from uh, Universal Resorts. For years, we've been
0: trying to finagle that, and it's finally coming together.
4: Yep, a lot of hard work. Uh, Nick McWayne did a lot of uh, legwork and uh, and managed to to get us in there. And we're gonna we're gonna do a tour of the park on Sunday, and then. Uh, bring you our experiences on Monday. We'll be in the Park Broadcasting Live.
7: We drove past it, Preston. I'd never even seen it before. I've never been to Universal. I hadn't been to Orlando since I was a kid. And when we were leaving uh, Tampa yesterday, or Orlando yesterday, I head down towards Tampa. We drove past it, and I asked Steve, I was like, what is that big fake mountain thing over there? And, and Steve was like... That's universal. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, So we drive right past where the hotel was uh, or is and then um, be heading back up there. Uh, We're going up uh, uh, tomorrow on Saturday. It's
4: weird, but driving past gigantic theme parks like that, I know it sounds strange, but it makes me want to poop. Really? Yes. Huh? Uh, I get really excited. I always have to pull over and pleasure myself. Uh, my bowels start yeah. to loosen up, and uh, so just a heads up. Uh, I kid you not. I get I get really no, excited like a little that. kid.
0: I remember the my first gasp moment. Uh, I forget was it was it Great Adventure or well, it was an amusement park? But I remember seeing like one of those uh, you know fake mountains or whatever,
4: pressing as a kid and going. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. What they've been saying is true. Uh, well, listen, uh, We are, our program is coming to a close uh, for today. It's been a lot of fun. We had a really, really good time just chatting with a whole host of people, so some uh, thank yous in order. Uh, thank you to Reese Hoskins, who came by this morning. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Marsh was super cool. We had a chance to meet him for the first time. Uh, we also spent some time with our buddy, Charlie Manuel, yeah, this morning. All shucks. What a guy. <laughs> Uh, and then who else did we have by? Oh, uh, Jim Tom, Haley. Uh, Jim Haley's a Delco native, plays for the Iron Pigs, and that was cool talking to you know, minor leaguer. A guy who's been at it for a while and and uh, does it for a living on a different level. Yep. Uh, and then Tom McCarthy came by too. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, and we just had great conversations with every single one of them, and is getting me excited for you know the season this year. It was such ah. a such a great run last year. It was a lot of fun. Thank you to John Brazier. Yeah. The director of fun and games uh, with the Philadelphia Phillies has been sitting here all morning long with us, uh, making sure that all this happens. It's been fun, man.
9: Well, thanks for coming down. And uh, it's been a nice tradition with you guys coming down. It got interrupted a little bit, but uh, hopefully we can continue this going forward.
4: Absolutely. Most definitely we will. So, uh, And thank you to uh, Rodney and our engineering staff and Kyle, everybody. Who's involved in putting together this broadcast because it's it's been a blast. And
7: IMS, right too, Ron? IMS, yeah. 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 Helped yes. uh, get us some of the equipment.
4: One of our stations down here
7: in Tampa also helped out. So Jason lo- Fayon is yeah. uh, crushing it back in the studio for us. Yeah, a lot of moving parts.
4: Um, So speaking of back in the studio, let's see if uh, Pierre Robert is indeed there. Are you there, sir?
2: Good day, my friends. Good
6: ah. day, good day,
4: good day.
2: How are you? Excellent. It's a lovely day, even though it's not as warm as where you are. What's your temperature there? It's I don't 69. know. 69. <laughs> How uh, much? It's going up to 80. It's 69 right now. Okay. I mean, it's about that here. Maybe 60. Yeah. But but it's not going to get as warm as where you are. Nonetheless, well,
0: for, for St. Patrick's Day there, uh, and and you know that that's that's actually good weather.
7: Yeah. To go out oh, and yeah.
0: do a little St. Patricking. Go hang out with Brent this afternoon if you can.
7: And Brent yeah. Porsche's. Uh, what's the name of that barcase? case? It's oh, Dolan. Early yeah. Park. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so that'll be cool. Brent is there. Uh, Brent and I were at Bruce Springsteen last night. Uh, yes. And it was amazing. Uh, and we'll have some coverage of that from last night that we'll play back. How, but long, I think did we... do?
0: Uh, how long did he do, Pierre? How long was the show? Uh, it was
2: seven and a half hours.
6: Yeah. It started a short one. at 5 yeah.
2: o'clock, and it went <laughs> till uh, about 1 in the morning. Mm. Uh, wow. So it was, um, and, and then Bruce said, do you want it? me to keep going but everyone had left the building at that point so everybody
4: took off yeah my goodness so all right well uh listen we do need to get the letter of the day to give away the word of the week prize you got one for us yes i do let's do it preston and steve on 93.3 wmmr now the daily letter and the preston and steve show is brought to you today by the letter t as in totally terrific all right, and we'll also do T is in three. All right, so we'll take third caller, 215-263-WMMR, who knows the word of the week. We'll give away that prize to you, so call in right about now. Uh, While well, we're headed off to another thing down here, what do you got going on today, Pierre?
2: Well, as I mentioned, we'll have some flashbacks from Bruce Springsteen last night. It really was an amazing show, three and a half hours long, great fun. And uh, we have flashbacks of that. We will also uh, celebrate some of the on-sales this morning, uh, including you just referenced The Cure. And we'll get to a workforce block of The Cure. Uh, and then, of course, it is St. Patrick's Day. So we'll get an uh, Irish block in and some U2 in and uh, celebrate all things green as the day moves along. So, uh, Oh, and government mule tickets to give
4: away. So nice. a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, excellent thank you Pierre all right so we're looking to get a caller on the line and give away this prize let me pull Mauki Huki out here and uh, hang on so where we are it's very sunny and bright and it is hard for me to see this monitor because uh, I have to hit the little the the buttons here I I, I don't even see the mouse icon I, I do you do you see it anywhere Casey <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. All right, Jason, go to Paul on line 3 if you would please and pull him up. Oh, yeah. Uh hey. <laughs> uh hey Paul, can you hear me? Hey, yes. All right, what is our word of the week, Paul? Right. Shamrock O'Reilly. Yes. Yeah.
6: Shamrock
4: O'Reilly. That is absolutely correct, Paul. I want you to hang on the line because we're going to give you a Piseek round barbecue fire pit kit from Landis Block. Landis Block, you can start imagining your own backyard paradise by looking at the photo gallery online at landisbc.com. Congratulations, sir. I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab, with locations all over and now open in King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. And also brought to you by Villanova University's College of Professional. Studies. Pursue the next you. All right. So, you know what's happening. Monday, we are live at Universal. Amazing. Uh, We will be, make sure you follow us on social media. We'll post some pictures, let you know what's going on during our little adventure down here this weekend in Florida. And uh, we'll bring you everything next week, including those trips to win to Universal Orlando Resorts. We're very excited about it. So, that's it. We're done. Ray John, have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day and weekend. Go, Phil. Yeah. And
3: we'll see you guys next
12: week. Bye-bye.
3: Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam.
11: Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply.